if you do not like hearing the following words, booger, sex, poop, butthole, fart, pee, boobies, sack, dingleberry, booger face, then this show might not be for you. at it. I like this one better than last week's. I'm Chris Bublon, joined in studio. We've been talking about it all the time. I'll, I'll get to you in a second, Matt Barry. But we got Mr. Gary Hoey joining the show tonight. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Good evening, my friend. <laughs> Good evening. We also have Mr. Matt Barry. Hey, how are you doing? How are you? He, he couldn't make the first show, so he said he'd make the second, and here he is. Yep. We also have Mr. Bob Philpot pushing all the buttons. Answering the phone calls, if you want to give us a call at 978-454-4980. We've got a lot to chat about tonight. We're going to have some fun. I know uh, Beards and Brews is coming up this Saturday. And uh, I know at, uh, at I think, 9.30, we're going to talk about beards. At uh, We've we got some beer after 10.30. At 11 o'clock, who knows? At 10 o'clock, we got a bunch of weird news stories to chat about. But I, I do want to also give another warm welcome to Gary Hoey, who's going to be with us for at least a month or so. Yes, man. I'm excited. Excited to be a part of the show. Uh, thanks for letting me jump into your awesome show because I love this, man. It's like the after party, and uh, I like the fact that you have some kind of a loose format. You can have some fun with people. I know a lot of my my family's probably listening. And growing up in Lowell, that's pretty, right. That's a big. That's a big audience right there. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Every time I. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, that's for you. That's not for me. Thank, thank you, Bob. Uh, well, every time I I tell people, they'd be like, "What? G- Gary Hoey? He's gonna? Be- How'd you get that?" That's like, what I oh. thought. I was like, "Did you trick him? Like, what is he? Is he okay?" Our, our listenership, but we're syndicated. We're all over the place. So. Yeah, just blink twice for yeah. help. We'll get you out yes, of here. You yes. Know. You just asked. I said, "Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm into it, man. Let's do it. This is kind of a fun format and." Uh, I love the station. I mean, I grew up in Lowell, and I think uh, you do a great job, man. I love the morning show. Oh, thank you. I do. I, I can't believe you have this much energy. Yeah. But, uh, oh, my gosh. It takes a lot of coffee. I got this <laughs> headache thing going on lately, and uh, I need to see a doctor. This is no fun. Right. But later, we're going to have some beer. Later, we're going to have some beer. Yeah. And uh, speaking of beer, I was just over at Navigation, and they were very nice to give me a nice uh, growler of their Citra Pale Ale, which uh, I've been sipping on. Sipping very nicely. Yeah, <laughs> I tried that before the show. That was good. Yeah. That's like the Snoop dog like sipping that pale ale <laughs> in the back with the you know the seat right back exactly a lot of yeah <laughs> i always i wish i could play that but you never know where the swears are gonna come up especially that uh, the redneck version right <laughs> mostly beeping and then two beats <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um but yeah no it's it's been a fun week otherwise um I, I can't think. I think I laid low this weekend because last weekend I don't know if you guys went to uh, uh, Winterfest, but this past weekend wasn't happening for me. Oh, I, really? I stayed in. Yeah. 
Oh, that's good, though, man. You know, take a couple of days off and everything. Yeah, you have to. I mean, I know I'm with... But what I'm having problems with now is my daughter loves to sleep. And on, on the weekends, she tries to sleep all day because she doesn't have to do anything. It'll be 12 o'clock. And I'm just like, dude, get out of bed. <laughs> yeah, kids, though, man, they got a different internal clock. I remember when I was a kid, like, my mom used to wake up early on the weekends. And I was yeah. like, why do you do that? And she was just like, yeah, I can't, like, sleep late. And, uh, you know, my body doesn't let me. And I thought at the time, I was like, that must be awful. And now... I'm 28 and it happens to me and really? it turns out I was right yeah Yeah. well I wake up at 7 and that's sleeping in for me I let yeah. her go till about 11 and then I'm like no you cannot stay in bed all day but she'll completely ignore me I found this new thing that I do is I have a spray bottle and it's spray from the door you spray like a cat I like spray a cat her in the face jumps. yeah wow that's nice man no, that's I love really it. very fatherly it, well I only do it if she ignores <laughs> me because she will sit up when I open the door Celeste wake up get out of bed and she'll even nod I'm like am I in front of you do you see me and she'll be like yes and then i'll shut the door and i'll walk away and then when i come back she's still laying down and i figure that justifies getting sprayed in the face <laughs> i don't put any vinegar in it or anything you don't okay but it's been working and, and she eventually gets out of bed she yells at me and i kind of feel bad but i feel justified at the same time so it must feel good too it well, does it feels so great young kids need a lot they say like 10 hours of sleep though like young kids to grow i guess the best way is to get really a ton of sleep but nowadays, with the iPhone and the iPad, they won't go to sleep. <laughs> no, yeah. they won't. They, that glowing lights in their bed all night. You try to take it, and they scream. It's awful. Yeah, uh, for me, I, when I'm going to sleep, I, I like to do a little words with friends. I get a few words, and then I'm, I'm out. I put the phone to the side, and then I'm done. You're that guy who's still playing words with friends? I like it. I, <laughs> I always win. <laughs> yes, I'm just getting off solitaire now. So I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. I get the, I'm the old guy on the show. <laughs> oh, hey, that's good. <laughs> so I, I like solitaire. I haven't played in a long time though, but uh, yeah. What, what do you do? Any games besides like Final? F do you no, no, not Final Fantasy. I was thinking fantasy football. Oh yeah, no, I, yeah, I play f fantasy football, but no, I've I've Minesweeper on my phone. I play, yeah, I'm an old guy too, so it's uh, <laughs> Minesweeper. He's still on Minesweep, and uh, what's the other one? Uh, Clash of Clans, right? That's the other. Oh, one. I, you know what I my did? Kid, that my kid plays that. But I was so sick of waiting because I, I refused to pay any money for the games. Yeah, oh, so you just had to take forever to wait to get points or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You you build something, and depending on how good you got at it, it would take like three days. So after about a week, you're like, yes, I can open this treasure. <laughs> and then you'd have to wait another few days, and I'm like, you know what? I'm sick of this. It's like hurry up and wait. And yeah, well, that's how those games get you. Because oh, my, my son blew my Amex card up like $65 one time. <laughs> he kept hitting these gold bars. Right. I said, do you know how much those are? When the Amex bill came in, so I had to block it and call them, you know, Apple and tell them to take it off. Yeah, <laughs> did they do it? Because normally yeah. they're like no refunds. They did. They gave me a that's refund. That's very nice of them. They really did. I know my son, uh, when he was four, he, uh, I, they make it so difficult to let your kids play on Xbox Live. Uh, so I let him play on mine, which has the credit card. And he bought like... Ben 10 and like <laughs> I think he spent about $150 on video games and all underneath of it it said uh, no refunds so I couldn't even call with them and be like hey oh, my great. kid's an idiot <laughs> he said, I'm the idiot it's not my kid I'm the idiot yeah you gave him the access to it you but they make, the door I used to have a family account where you can put your kids on they're like no we're not making any money off of that no it's probably also to like protect the kids because there's some real monsters who play video games online man oh, no you're absolutely right I just if you want them to play these games, like I know I got one for my daughter. I don't know. You, they ask you for an email, then you give the email, and they're like, "Oh no, he's too young." Like, well, how do I do this? How do I get him on the Xbox? Yes, yeah, it, it's like that. And they want your credit card, and they want your information. And if you buy a new game, and your kid's real excited, 
it takes like six hours later, you're downloading the thing and trying to get it working and the kid's right. crying and it's a hassle. For me, I just give up. And then I'm like, dude, you can play on your sisters, right? <laughs> and then I make fun of him for playing as a girl character. <laughs> Which they weren't out the other day, right? It was a uh, women's day off or... Or something. Oh, yeah, it's International Women's Day. Right. Day, yeah. So they all didn't go to work? I don't know. <laughs> a lot of them didn't go to work, and a lot of them kind of, uh, I don't know. I, I think we need to stop with the protesting for a little while. <laughs> yes, yes, take a break. <laughs> and just go to work. Stop protesting. Oh, boy. Anyway, uh, we have a fun show. <laughs> I know it's going to be cold this weekend, but you can still warm up by going to Beards and Brews 2017 over at Western Avenue Studios. Is that why you're letting all this go? Yeah, man, man, this is like the longest I've seen your beard in a long time. I've seen my beard in a long time, too. It's been uh, it's been it awful. It's good, though. You have, beer, you have a good beard. You have, like, people have beard envy when they look at you. <laughs> right. And it's one of those things you can join in on, you know? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Go a little gray in that beard, though, Chris. Really? Move on. Yeah, gray? I yeah right in the middle. There. Well, I, I know there's a few different colors. It's like a few different shades of red. Um, but th- this is the longest I've let it go. Now, my uncle, he'll be there with us, and uh, he's like a burlier version of myself. <laughs> and he has the big grandpa white beard going on. Oh, uh, nice. Maybe yeah. you and him can start like a gang or something. Nah, I don't want to be in a gang. <laughs> that would be fun, dude. <laughs> Just want to drink some beers. I think there's going to be like 16 or 17 different breweries there, and uh, it's going to be fun. Oh, nice! But I, I got to stop going to those things for a little. Where while. is that? Uh, Western Avenue Studios. It's a uh, right. It, Navigation's going to be part of it as well, and they're all yeah. going to be giving out samples. Oh, and, nice! Uh, so it's going to be at the Onyx Room, and I think you're going to get twenty samples. I, I'm fairly positive it's thirty dollars. I think 20? there's twenty. Thirty dollars. Twenty dollars though. Or right, twenty samples. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you can get messed up on twenty samples of beer, dude. Yeah, because they have all different types. But the goal is not to get messed up. It is to sample responsibly. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get all sorts of silly. I'm gonna be touching everyone's beards. <laughs> They're gonna have to call me out of it. Well, in the next half hour, you learn that in the medieval times, if you touch somebody's beard, that is grounds uh, for a duel to the death. Oh, oh man. man. Or at least to call you an Uber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Time to get mad an Uber. Get out get of here. Get you home. Give me your keys. You're taking an Uber. <laughs> and you're the goober in the Uber. <laughs> He's touching everybody's beards again. <laughs> it was weird last year. It's weird this year, too. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I wouldn't know what to do. I don't know. I, I shaved my beard when I was uh, halfway through my last semester, and the only thing I don't like about that is kids can't handle that that change. They all need yeah, to say something. It's like a freak out. Yeah, it's a freak out. It's a big dramatic change. Like you just. You know, you're just a different person. You could walk right past people you right. owe money to, and they wouldn't know. Yeah, that's the whole plan too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I drop at least ten years when I when I do shave. So. Yeah, you look like just a giant little kid. Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I can't help it. But uh, I know. Uh, now you were telling me, Gary, that you were just recently doing a, a music uh, a festival or a yeah. lear- learning. Yeah, it was a rock camp out in California. It was called Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp. Oh, that's and awesome. I was there with uh, members of Deep Purple and wow. uh, Grand Funk Railroad, some old classic bands. Yeah. And uh, and we had people from all over the world that came there to study music and get to jam on stage at the Whiskey A Go Go in Hollywood. <laughs> and um, you know, speaking of grabbing beards and everything, we had people there that were you know crazy Brazilians that yeah. would come there and Those just crazy get, Brazilians get wasted and. Um, you know, keep kissing me on the cheek every time something <laughs> happened, which was cute the first two times. Right. Then it was like, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm being kissed too much by a man now. <laughs> um, and uh, but everybody had a great time. You know, learning how to play in a band and and working right. with musicians and uh, and then getting to perform on stage. 
yeah. it was uh, a great experience. I yeah. love it. That that must be interesting because uh, you ever find that everybody wants to go in a different direction. Yes, yeah. you do. You find, you know, once you put a band together with different groups of people, you know, that's where the, sometimes the drama can begin where everyone says, well, I want it this way, I want it that way, I want to play this song. So I have to sort of be the ringleader sometimes. Right. Keep everybody, right. Uh, you know, on course. And, uh, and sometimes you just have to tell people to, uh, you know, shut up and sit down and play your drums. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Like, with comedy, you only have to deal with yourself for the yeah. most part, right? Yeah, exactly. And then other insecure comedians that are worried that you're going to get more stuff than yeah, them. Yeah, you got to deal with the bookers, too, but that's about yeah. it. But yeah. There's no teamwork involved. No, no. no. Uh, if anything, I'm trying to do way better than everyone else on the show. <laughs> I want everyone to do terrible, so I look amazing. Yeah, that's normally the goal. Right. Uh, yeah. Although I'm sure with a, with a comic, you know, I'm sure like if you have a bad show or a joke goes bad that you you know you were trying out me. Yeah. You know, I'm sure you go home and you look at yourself in the mirror and you kind of punch yourself in the face. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, that happened to me the yeah. other day. <laughs> I, I did a show Monday you night. You have it out with yourself. And I never want to blame the crowd. I always want to blame myself if it goes wrong. Yeah, yeah, but I've done this show you did, and that crowd was probably messed up, man. That is a weird crowd up there. It is a very weird Sometimes crowd. Sometimes it can be house. Well, normally if you have a captivated audience that are kind of paying attention, what you can kind of feed off, oh, these people want to hear what I say. But here you're kind of like, these people don't give a flying, yeah. you know, uh, on what's going on. Yeah, this is so, a gig where they're usually pretty mad comedies even happening. <laughs> like, it's a Monday night. Sometimes there's like football games on and then you know there's someone like baseball. me and Chris in the back of the room just yelling yeah and I was just trying to riff on like new things that's been coming to my mind and uh it was going awful and then there was no mic stand and I was trying to play my ukulele songs and Jay he held the microphone for me and uh he commented through every song in my ear while I was playing and uh so it was just uh I drove home <laughs> that just, sounds funny in itself you, got, you, had a, you had a human mic stand yeah that oh was my talking gosh. to you about what 401ks or no he was just like chuckling and he was saying, Jesus Christ, Pooplon. <laughs> He's like, That's awful, Pooplon. <laughs> like, I'm just nice. trying to sing, trying not to laugh through my own songs. You, you have your own worst critic right in your ear. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I, I love the guy. It's great. And I like going up there because I think it's important to get beat up like that every once in a while. Oh. Um, and and th what I left with was well, if I actually had some jokes instead of just half ass written stuff that I, things I wanted to kind of work out on stage. Age, then maybe it would have been better. Um, but it, even still, like my old act just fell out of my brain. I didn't have anything. How much time did you do on that show? Oh my gosh, he was asking for 12 to 15. I think I made it to 8 because <laughs> nothing was working and I forgot everything. And I, I remember going there like years ago and he, uh, he asked me to do 15 minutes. And I used to alternate between that show and another show every Monday. And uh, by the time I was doing 15 minutes, everybody there already knew who I was. So they already knew the crappy 15 minutes that I had anyway. And after like five, I was like, hey, uh, how much time do I got left? And he held up ten fingers. And I was like, God damn it. He's like, no. <laughs> yeah. The clock's moving like in a movie. It's like it's clicking in your ear. It's banging and echoing. Uh, I've had that happen to me before. Really? I'll be on, you know, in a situation musically where someone just says, yeah, just play a song, play a random song, and my brain will go completely blank, and I can't think of a single song That's uh, in my, for my life. Isn't that so awful? I know exactly what you're talking about. So I started to take post-it notes, and I would put like three key little things on a post-it note to remind myself of something I actually knew. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would stick it on the back of my guitar just in case someone said, you know, 
plays Easy Top or something. Right. You know, I could could actually think of it. You know. Right. I, I know on my ukulele, I used to write my whole set <laughs> of all the songs that I knew in my brain. I just took a magic marker to the uke, and uh, they're still on one of the ukes that I normally play. I can plug it into a little tiny amplifier. Um, wow. But it's small. It's not like I have like 30 songs. <laughs> I was going to say, you must have a short set list. It's uh, a very a short. It's not like, that big. <laughs> it's like seven songs on there. And then you start over. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> the people that are there, they're gone. I can yeah, just they do don't it again. Know. Slow it down, yeah. speed it up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, oh, it's awful. It's like brain. You have one job to do. Can you do it when I need you to do it? <laughs> no, it can't. Because yeah. there's people watching. <laughs> I've done that show before too, and uh, I did it pretty regularly for a couple of years. And it would get to the point where I would be doing a joke that like I was working on, so I've done it a couple times, and someone else in the crowd would just yell out the punchline before I even got there. No. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, what I'm doing is uh, I was trying to get out. I'm, I've been trying to do a little bit more stand-up because I'm done with school. That's the only reason why we're doing this show tonight. Well, then you came into the office. Yes. And I was like, you know what? You make it worth my while. We're going to have a lot of fun. Yes. And, um, yeah, so... Uh now, it's nice to not have that chunk. I feel like I just got rid of a whole bunch of vegetables off my plate. <laughs> I go eat a bunch of meat and potatoes and do comedy. <laughs> nice, man. I it's great. I think it's, it's great, man. I think you should. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, it's it's amazing with, with music. Now, I find, I, I don't, I'm sure you have a, a great history of, of playing, so... For me, I know whenever I'm doing a song, I see the lyrics almost like a guitar hero in my head. But sometimes they stop coming. Do you ever blank in the middle of a song? I'm sure that hasn't happened in a long time. Well, not these days. But I mean, you have to. You know, it's all about preparation and rehearsal. Right. And you know, just being ready, yeah, going being over the stuff, to showing up. You know, at least having rehearsed. You know, yeah. uh, somewhat, or uh, or thinking about what you're going to do. And uh, and and then, but you still do. You go blank. You know, you still have moments of you just. You're kind of like, where am I? Am I making a mistake? And then you just roll with it. You, know, you right. just keep moving and, uh, and, and just don't stop the train. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I know people normally think it's part of the set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's oh. a train wreck going on. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I meant to do that. I meant to do that. They, were, they rocked. Oh, man. Fun stuff. So, jeez, um, what do we got? I know we're going to be talking beards coming up. Uh, and beer. Beards and beer. Yeah, man. We planned a lot for later in the show. We didn't plan a lot for that first no, half No, because I thought I'd be able to complain about a whole lot more. I <laughs> no. just like the fact that I can squirt my daughter in the face. Yeah, everything's coming up Poublon right now. You're spraying little kids. Life is good. You're done yeah. college now, right? I'm done college. Nice. Congratulations, Ever man. Have I haven't seen you since that happened. So. I know. I Well, th well that's true. Yeah, because I yeah. did comedy, but I was going to MCC where school is easy. I'm like, then you go to UMass Lowell and you're like, damn, you got to do homework here? This you got to work. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, I oh, mean, I got to put it to the wayside. And then when you first start doing comedy, it's weird because you take a week or two off and you feel like you've never done it before again. And uh, now getting back, I'm like, I I've been reading a lot of books too. So uh, I I'm deciding that I really need to actually put some effort into an act instead of just kind of goofing off. You got to respect the audience that you're performing for, right? Absolutely. I think when you're creating, whether it's comedy, whether it's music, you have to. You have to sort of keep your radar up. I mean, that's mm. that's my philosophy. You have to sort of listen to way, the way people talk, listen to situations that happen, yeah. you know, and find funny ways of do, of using it. Or for me, it, it could be a lyric. You know, it could be somebody telling me what's going on in their life, and I I could just be sitting there going, "That's a great song. 
Yeah. You know, that's a great song idea, and it's, I'm sure it's the same with comedy. You just watch life, and you see what's happening, and it, it, it turns into material. Yeah, that's why uh, I know people would... Uh, I used to have um, a tape recorder, but I have too many of them have uh, went through the wash <laughs> for me to continue to justify carrying a tape recorder. Yeah, wait, were you actually recording on, like, legitimate cassettes? No, no, I oh, okay. just call it a tape recorder. It's a voice recorder. It's oh, okay. like something you buy from Walmart. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I just imagine you, like, in, the o- in like a bar at an open yeah. mic, like, yeah, hit the Plugging this tape recorder into the wall and then like <laughs> press and record and play at the same time. Have quite everybody set, flip it over. Yeah. <laughs> it's a reel-to-reel tape machine. Yeah, right. Well, and then I listen to it on the way home. <laughs> well, I I record a lot into my phone. Yeah, you know, you can just record with the app in your phone. I mean, right. that's a good way to, to yeah, grab. Yeah, I've learned that, too. I've come to the... Yeah. Uh, Alan just did a, a CD that way. He has, really? like, a, like, a mixtape type thing. It's all just sets you recorded on his phone. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, he sells it for, like, two bucks, you know, so it's just... He's going to be joining us on the 23rd. Oh, nice. Um, I know he d- he doesn't drink beer, uh, so he said what he's going to do is he's going to um, test different waters. He didn't drink beer. How does he? How does he get on the show? You have to drink beer to come on the show. I know, I know. I said that was a rule, but the he thing came is, up. We started letting him on the show when he did drink beer, and then while he was on the show, he got all sober. And now, oh, okay, well that's yeah. good. Good for him then. So that's awesome. I'll have Alan's. You'll have Alan's beer. Yes, okay. I'll, I'll step up. <laughs> and what Thanks, he plans Bob. on doing is he's going to try out different waters. So while we're, you know, taste testing beers, he's going to taste test different waters. <laughs> So, hey, we're going to take a break, and instead of what we normally do, where I play just a random song at hand, we're going to put Gary to work, and he's going to play it. us out with a, with a with a with a tasty lick, right? Can I say that? Yeah, tasty. It's definitely tasty. <laughs> this is uh, a song I wrote, you know, growing up in Lowell. There was a, um, a sandwich called the Boot Mill, and uh, this is a song about the Boot Mill sandwich, which you can get down at the diner there. So it goes like this. It goes... I remember back in 75, we were flat broke, we could barely survive. Mama said, we'll make do, we barely bought every Tom and Sue. We got nothing to lose, don't look now, we got the boot mill blues. Arthur came, a pen in his hand, taking all the orders as fast as he can. A man can run him through the door, it tastes so good, I want 15 more. We got nothing to lose, so don't look now. We got the boot milk blues. Come on.
I'm Chris Poublon, joining the studio. We got Gary Hoey. Yes, I'm here. Woo! <laughs> I'm excited. We have Mr. <laughs> Matt Barry. Hello. We have Bob Philpot pushing all the buttons, making the noise, answering the phone calls. And I guess we got uh, two thumbs up from Sam. Sam all right, the, Sam. The Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sam. And, uh, you know, in lieu of... Uh, Beards and Brews coming up, uh, we are going to chat about some facts I found about beards, because you, you see them everywhere. I think they're almost a requirement at any brewery you go to. Uh, they, they, everybody has beards. I don't know what it is. It, it's weird. When, when I'm at Navigation, I look around, and all of us have a beard. It's because it's so manly, dude. Actually, if you don't know, if you start brewing beer with like a clean-shaven face, you'll have a beard by the time the war's done. I, I, you're just, absolutely right. Well, it, yeah. Right. Like out there. Yeah, the hops just grow right out of your face. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I know. I think there was a beer where they actually cultivated yeast from somebody's beard. Oh, that um, sounds disgusting. It does That's... sound very disgusting. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds like an infection. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to look that up during the break. But um, oh, speaking of which, I have a homebrew that we're going to try. That's much better than that hot bomb that yeah. we had uh, last week. That one. And was... you didn't put any of your beard in this homebrew, right? No, it's none just... of my beard intentionally went into the homebrew. I have uh, a question. I mean, I don't have a big beard. Me and Miss. Me and my man here, we're, we have more of the cleaner faces. You do. Um, I have a little bit of a trim. I can't grow a full beard. I have all these patches. I look like a poodle. So um, I, I have envy with you. I will admit that. But I have a question for you because you have such a nice beard. Um, I'm not going to kiss you. Don't worry. Oh, thank you. Do you when you drink a beer, do, does it? Do you like it if 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 it like dribbles a little into your beer? Does that does it sit there? It does. Do you like, it does. Because that's it, what I was going to say. If I had a big beard, like I'd have a frothy beer with a big frozen mug. And the beer would just drip in my face, and I'd let it go right into my beard. <laughs> I, I like when it froths up on the stash. Yeah. I don't like so much when it goes, because I feel like it's falling into a trail and getting lost in uh, in my in my butt chin that nobody can see. <laughs> okay. And I don't appreciate but, that. But on, the, on your mustache, you'd like the froth getting in there. The, in I love the it, because I can go okay. in for seconds. You know? Okay. It's, it's a great it's feeling. A have, you ever, have you ever squeezed out your beard into a mug cup? <laughs> no, yeah, I've so never done that. Get the last, <laughs> to get the last drink. <laughs> However, what I do have to do is, after I get out of a shower, I have to comb it because all yes. that water stays in there you can't like dry it out of your hair as easy as you can your beard because it starts to hurt a little bit so right. you got to um, get it out okay but i've had goals and this is the longest i've let it get i even stopped shaving my neck and uh, uh when i was walking outside today yeah, I, could we actually, noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I could feel the wind blowing the beard you know when you can feel the wind in your hair oh, i felt it in my beard it felt weird i'm you like know, oh man no, this i've never is... felt the wind blowing through my beard sorry <laughs> just flapping show it off <laughs> like you're on a white snake out Cover yes. So, did you know, on average, a man's beard will grow 5.5 inches per year? So, I, I don't know how long wow. I've been. I think I've been letting this grow for at least six months without touching it. 
Yeah, so you so. got an above average beard. Cause that's looking like you're coming up on that. Yeah, man. I always thought it was because I, I think it's a myth that if you shave every day, it comes in thicker. That's what. Yeah, I've heard that too. But like, I have to shave every day. I still can't grow a beard. I don't know if it's like because I haven't hit puberty yet. But, uh, <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> I shave every day. I, I can't grow anything. Well, don't don't knock it, man. You're lucky because sometimes people grow beards by five o'clock. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, mine comes in blonde, so it doesn't. When I was in the Marines, we had to shave every single day, even on the weekend. If somebody caught you with stubble on your face, you'd get in a lot of trouble. So right. I always thought that it came in so thick because I have to shave every day. Then I saw my uncle, and I'm like, no, nah, it's genetic, man. <laughs> that dude, wow. he has a big Santa Claus, perfectly trimmed beard, and he's excited for beards. I was going to say also. thanks for your service, but oh. thanks for all the shaving, too. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. And your service. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> you know, and, and here's a reason why you probably shouldn't shave. Uh, you know, if you shave every day, you'll spend close to uh, 3,350 hours of your life in the bathroom just shaving your face wow yeah i'm already at that because i'll i'm one of those guys i'll take a shower for like an hour and a half so right well that's worth it i'll take an hour and a half shower that's fine and then i'll make sure i go first so the rest of the family have to take a cold shower yeah yeah Yeah. and they'll finish up quickly you're you're so nice that's why the squirt waddle you you hit your daughter in the face with it's always cold exactly i keep it in the refrigerator (laughs) when you squirt her right in the face that's 139 and a half days by the way that you spent, uh, you know, shaving your face. That's that's about four and a half months. Oh man, <laughs> I'm trying to break it down for you. <laughs> Doing that math on the fly? No, I have a calculator. Oh, okay, yeah, that's not happening on the fly. My head's been hurting way too Just much say, lately. Just say, yeah, man, they don't know at home. Uh, that's right. Yes, man, I'm, like, a, oh, I'm a gotta, savant. You got to listen to this Thursday night show, man. This dude does the craziest math. There are around thirty thousand whiskers encompassing your face. When you have a when you have a full beard, I guess even when you don't, because there's always something there, right? Just stuff you're waiting to shave off. Yeah, I don't know. That one seems kind of like a bunch of crap because I imagine everybody has a different amount of wi- thirty thousand. You, you have you have sixty thousand. Yeah, you got <laughs> a lot. Me and him, we have like twelve. Yeah, we're like teaming up over here. Together, to we have to... like almost a stash. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, soon I'm shaving it off, and it's gonna. I, I've always wanted to just shave half off. Oh, you know, just cool. walk through like the two face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just shave half of it off and just. Come to work and see if any. Well, of course, they're going to notice, but uh, unless I'm modern. sitting like perfectly at like a 90 degree angle, maybe they'd have no idea. And then I'll just <laughs> turn when they're looking away. They're like, wait a minute. Hey, that's a great idea. Sit in a restaurant, like against uh, next to a customer, and sit one way halfway through your meal, and then flip your body, yeah, yeah. and then ha- you, now you have a beard. Right. See if they notice. <laughs> exactly. And now if you stare straight on, it's just gonna, you know, they, they'll see right through it. Fifty five percent of men from around the world can be seen sporting a beard or facial hair. So the other ones are envious of <laughs> the other ones. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're trying to. Your facial hair is in now. I've yeah, noticed that. Definitely. It's really like dudes are wearing facial hair like everywhere you go now, and they're getting super creative with it. Yeah. Like, and they have these kits now where you can like wield like designs and you know dolphins in your beard. It gets really cool. <laughs> to me. It gets goofy, man. I saw this one guy on his chin. It was like a spirograph design. I, right. I, I was like, wow, you have time on your hands to it design. It looks like crop circles, like an alien's land on your face. Yes, like right on their face. It, it, it There's freaks, no proof. It freaks me out. If you take that much time grooming, 
It's weird. Right, <laughs> yeah. That's why I think for beards and brews, I'm going to actually just puff my beard out, like, upwise. Yeah, and, like a puffer fish. That's yeah, it'll be like, yeah, yeah, it'll be like a defense mechanism. You yeah, don't want to mess with me. I'm all puffed as big out. As possible. <laughs> and you'll destroy this beards and brews. That's, that's my goal. I don't plan on winning anything. I, I guess they, they have, like, beard stuff that you can win, like beard gels and stuff. And like oils. And yeah. I'm only going there to just show off what I've been do you, sporting do you put for the, the beard past oil months. in your beard? I did once, and it just felt weird. But ah, okay. And I find I get beard damage. Dangerous too, and uh, I don't like that so much because my hair is fine. I do the head and shoulders, but the beards, I, there's, I don't know. See, a that's way weird out. too, man. When people start putting conditioner in their beard and little <laughs> extra gels, and they got the kit out, settle well, you, down. You, you need <laughs> to treat it right, Gary. They have like the you know what? For, like, it's easy for me girl. to say because I don't have this big beard. See, <laughs> it takes a lot of work. I mean, I just have to wait a lot. You know? Oh boy, uh, you know, beards were once taxed. Uh, Peter the Great. He encouraged clean-shavenness, and for those who did not comply, he taxed them 100 rubles a year for a medallion. This medallion served as a license to wear a beard. Although the principle at hand wasn't about merely money, his inscription on the beard license read, The beard is a useless burden. (laughs) (laughs) So he makes you wear a little necklace around saying how dumb it is you have a beard? (laughs) Yeah, don't grow your beard. Did it say where where that guy was a ruler of? Rubles is like, that's got to be Eastern, right? Like Middle East. Let me look up here. Where are rubles from? Indonesia, I think. I'm so ignorant, man. <laughs> oh, me too. I don't know where Peter the Great I know he was. He was greedy. Uh, Peter true. the Great was uh, in Russia. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Russia is rubles, man. Yeah, that explains it. And he was uh, very clean shaven. He had a little stash going on from the from the painting I'm looking yeah, it's at. It's a weird place to have that rule. That See, he actually cold. had beard envy, and he yeah, was making you guys pay. He's like, yeah, he couldn't grow he it, couldn't so he's like, it. if I can't grow it, nobody shall. I would do that too. I would have a beard tax, and I'd be like, oh, I'm also having a tax uh, tax on anyone who has big biceps. Because <laughs> yes, if you have a six pack, you're yeah. paying. You're paying those six pack tax. It's a worthless burden, and you get yeah, you're gonna have to wear a medallion. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, if you had uh, paganophobia, you would be afraid of beards. <laughs> Should you, oddly enough, have this, you'll experience symptoms of nausea, feelings of dread, sweating, and irregular heartbeat, among others. Oh. Who knew a soft, fuzzy beard could be a traumatic experience for some? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that's weird. Have you found anything like with your beard? Like, Do kids love it? My son Dude. can't wait to have a beard. <laughs> he like spills milk all over his face and be like, "Daddy, do I have a milk beard?" I'm like, "No, you do not. You just made a mess all over yeah, the place." Yeah, you got to tell him to stop doing that because when he does have a beard and he spills milk in it, that's gonna smell terrible. It's gonna smell awful. It dries up though, and he has like you know sour curds for later. <laughs> uh, or when he's taking a bath and he has the bubbles when he used to do baths, he'd put the bubbles all over his face. I have a beard like Daddy, and it just cracks me up. That was fun when you were a kid making the bubble beard. Yeah, yeah, and the afro that was fun right <laughs> I, I wanted a beard when i was a teenager you know and I, when i couldn't grow one and i still can't really but i i would take like a wax black pencil and i would draw a beard <laughs> on my driver's license like when i first got my license That's funny. with sideburns like 70 yeah. sideburns and um and a, and a beard and i would walk up and show my id and they would look at me and they'd be like, you, but you don't have a beard. Uh, right. that, was, that was when I had a beard. <laughs> right, yeah, that, that was a, you know, po- a pre-beard. Yeah, right? that now was I'm back. post-beard. And then the guys you know, would just smudge it off with his finger and say, get in there. 
Yeah. <laughs> Get into the dance. When I was when I was 18, I had uh, just a big patch of beard on my chin because that was like the first place I could even grow it. But I also had a mohawk. I had like five piercings in my left ear, eyebrow, lip ring. And uh, when I was that was on my ID when I was in boot camp. I showed one person my ID and it got passed down to everybody in the platoon. My drill instructor saw it. I do a lot of push-ups for looking like an idiot on my driver's <laughs> license. <laughs> Uh, uh, many have believed beards to be emblems of wisdom. If you look at Socrates, Hadrian, Marcus Aurelius, or, and even Shakespeare, these philosophers can all be seen with them. A favorite quote of uh, the person who wrote this <laughs> list is, Lose your beard, and it is said, uh, it, is sa- it was said, and you lose your soul. So lose your beard, lose your soul. Yeah, don't be fooled at home, though, folks. Chris is still dumb as hell. Just... <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, know what? Yeah, it, it, there is a theory though that like, beard, like you guys scratch your beards a lot, right? You you kind of yeah, you, hmm, you're just thinking, and you think it, and and they say those people are smart. Yeah, <laughs> right. The only wisdom Chris is imparting is like, yeah, we should drink beer, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's malty this time, <laughs> plenty of hops. Yeah, I've been reading a ton of philosophy books lately. You figure I didn't have to read philosophy anymore because I, you know, just got you my got degree. degree. You're an official philosopher. Dude. I am. I got oh my, my bachelor's god! And that's and... why you have this beard. That's why it's the biggest <laughs> yeah, now. Exactly. Now I'm like I'm upgraded. But uh, now this is the time where I'm actually like reading the philosophy books I want to read as opposed to stuff that I'm getting assigned. Good. That's cool. You're learning after school. Exactly. I'm That's trying. Smart. I'm trying to, well, I got nothing else to do besides, you know, I obviously do this awesome show called The After Party. Oh, by the way, I haven't mentioned, all of these shows will get uploaded to our website, tap980.com. Excellent. I figure that's a lot easier to say than the afterparty 980am.com. So a nice little uh, plug there. Nice. And uh, this uh, show will also get uploaded uh, to Stitcher, I believe, right, Bob? Yeah, and iTunes, yep. Stitcher and iTunes. So I know you subscribe to t- uh, Stitcher. Yeah, 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 I listen to the shows on there. Yeah. You're, you're, you're doing a good job. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, here we go. Uh, the government, always up to something, back in the early 60s. I don't know if this is true, but I've read this in a few different uh, articles. Uh, back in the early 60s, the CIA came up with a plot to put thallium salts into Fidel Castro's shoes. I guess uh, thallium salts are what women use as a depilatory. Is, you know what that word means? All right. Uh, in case you aren't familiar with them. Uh, by using them, the goal was to ruin Castro's public image by making his beard fall out. Uh, of course, the plot <laughs> failed to take action, and his shoes nor beard were ever tampered with. What high-ass guy in the CIA is coming up with that idea? Just like, you know, man, no respect, Fidel, if you didn't have a beard. If we can take that down. Thallium. <laughs> My wife uses it on her legs. It's a great idea. And if you're going to get that close to Fidel Castro to rub thallium salt on his face, why don't you just kill Fidel Castro? <laughs> right, I, they tried. He survived so many uh, attempts, didn't he? And then he finally died of old age. Oh, I have no idea, man. I don't yes. know anything about history. I'm so dumb, dude. Oh, I, I only know what I see in the headlines. Oh, okay. And uh, sometimes I, I dig into it a little bit because then, you know, when he died, they wrote all these stories. And then the biggest story was I think there was like 60 attempts to kill him, to assassinate him, that all failed. He even had a body double for a while. Oh, wow. <laughs> Should be in his body double. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he, no was, he was pretty, he could get out of stuff, man, that guy. Yeah. He was he was very creative in the escapes and uh, and the, the team he had protecting right. him. And then uh, then he dies of old age. <laughs> <laughs> he slips on a banana pail in prison and dies. <laughs> uh, just before the Battle of Ardella, Alexander the Great called to his soldiers, 
He had an understanding that beards were dangerous in hand-to-hand combat and made all of his men shave. Within time, beards would grow back. Only this time, soldiers kept them to, to, to display their lack of fear in times of war. Uh, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, that's tough. The weakness of being grabbed from behind was no concern. <laughs> if you think, all right, you grow a beard, that is kind of dangerous. Anything, like, even, like, Piercing. I got rid of my piercings once I became an adult, only because if I knew I, I was, I knew I was belligerent when I would go out to the bars. That's an easy target, just yanking a piercing out. Right. So yeah. for me, I was like, nah, maybe that's not for me. Now um, I just, you know, I like that mindset too, where you're like, someone's gonna hit me tonight, and <laughs> I don't want to make it easier for them. Well, when I was in the Marines, I, I was a, a very belligerent fella, <laughs> especially when I drank. So I'm better now. <laughs> Things are good. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, you know, a beard would be just as dangerous. Even them, somebody yanking down your beard, and they weren't messing around; they were killing each other. Yeah, that's my plan if I ever have to kill you. You know, yeah. it's a pull my beard in. Beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm hoping <laughs> oh, no! it doesn't come to that. But you're so much bigger than me, so I had to come up with a plan just right. in case. <laughs> Grab your beard and pull on it. Uh, yeah, oh, that'd be awful. It doesn't really hurt that much, I guess, if you pull it on it. But, but if, I mean, if you if you use that as a weakness against me, that'd be yeah, awful. I use it to maneuver you into a position where then I have an advantage. You know. Yeah. Well, in uh, 1535, Sir Thomas More was placed upon the guillotine and awaited his beheading. Before it could begin, he reached down for his lengthy beard, pulled it aside, and spoke. It had never committed any treason. <laughs> Speaking for his beard. Uh, I didn't read that one all the way through. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, man. That's a classy guy right there. Well, I mean, hey, what do you have to lose at that point besides yeah. your head? You, you take know? my life, you will never take my beard. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Uh, beards increase three things. Your age, social status, and aggressiveness. In the Dixon and Vasey 2012 uh, study, women found men with beards looked older and appeared to be of a higher social status. In the same study, men with beards had a more aggressive appearance when they were angry versus an angry, clean-shaven man. So I would look angrier than you had we been making our battle faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think beards go both ways. It's like it, it makes you more distinguished. You know, you could, you could be dressed up and have a, have a beard and you're more distinguished, or right. it does. It makes you more, like, scary... Like a wild animal. Yeah. <laughs> when you when you're showing your teeth and the foam's coming out. I don't know if it's the right. foam from the beer or I'm what. Wild. <laughs> it's it's crazy, man. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I, th- I think that's why I want to puff it out for beards and brews this Saturday from six to nine, and you can get your tickets. Just go to uh, check it out on uh, Facebook. Just type in beards and brews 2017. You'll see it there. Tickets, I believe, are thirty dollars. She keeps putting up codes. It's typically thirty five, but you get twenty samples. Tons of different beers, lots of good food. Anyway, that's that's another plug. That's why we're talking about beards. And you can meet Chris Poublon, you know, say if you know you think he looks distinguished or like a wild animal. Yeah. You meet him. I'll, I'll, I'll say rar for you. As <laughs> uh, the night goes on, he gets wild. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trouble breathing? A beard may help if you suffer from things like pollen or dust allergies. In some cases, it can work like a filter to keep them from settling uh, must like the uh, hair in your nose. So, by the way, the yeah. scientists who are finding out all these beard facts have the best gigs in the world. Right, uh, the beard scientists. <laughs> like what? All I got to do is really <laughs> beard stuff. Find a guy with a beard. Just go to a brewery, as we all found out earlier. It's so weird. It's like something that we don't even speak of. It, it, but it takes a customer to be like, uh, "Is it a rule to have a beard here? Do you, do you have to have a beard to work here?" Like, I think so. I think it's a. I think it's a rule. 
Uh, rate of beard growth depends on your genetics, but it's also linked to uh, the hormone testosterone. So if you have uh, more testosterone, then uh, you grow more beard. They say if you don't have sex, your beard actually grows faster, too. Oh, um, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's why Gary and I can't grow beards. That's our problem, man. <laughs> that's what's going on. Oh, that's here. what it is. Everything that's okay with you, Chris? Is that. <laughs> I get mine once a month like everybody else. Right? Right? We're getting so much, man. We can't grow anything. I was, I was almost late to the show, dude. It was. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Uh, your, your 21st birthday party is like the transition from boyhood to manhood back in Roman times. A boy's first shave was more than his transition into manhood. It was reason for some serious celebration. In gloomy times, such as disaster or death, beards were grown in sorrow. The opposite of what's commonly seen today with men shaving for funerals. So back in the day, if you were going to a funeral, how do you plan for that, though? Do you just, somebody dies and you let it go for a week? Yeah, yeah, and then I think you show up at the funeral and you all have beards then. Like, I'm just wondering what the turnaround is for the, uh, you know... Back then, they didn't really embalm. Or they probably did. They, they did some weird stuff all through the years. Yeah, I think that's when, like, embalming came out, but, you know, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know my history. I went to a funeral recently. It was, like, it was like a great aunt. It wasn't, like, a super, like, close relative. So my mom is like, hey, did you know great Aunt Joan died? And I was like, yeah, because I thought Aunt Joan died, like, three years ago. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Like, recently? <laughs> yeah, we go, I go with my sister. We were just looking for the food room the entire time. Uh, this is a good one. <laughs> the, most compliments men receive after growing a beard for the first time will be from other males <laughs> it's, it's not gonna be a chick telling you you have a nice beard it's normally another dude going hey nice beard bro yeah well, it's cause like yeah, uh, Gary and I were complimenting your beard cause we understand True. the struggle <laughs> girls don't know they just think all guys grow beards it's, yeah they don't yeah. compliment each other on their like leg hair Right. I'm happy they don't grow that stuff out. They think you grunt real hard, it just pops right out. Right. You know what I mean? We, we know, like, the chops alone, the sideburns alone to get yeah. it all to fill in. Well, I just block my nose and push. You did, see, and it's there. It comes yeah, out like, it's amazing. like Plato going through one of those things, man. But that would be the equivalence, right? If, like, chicks was, like, you know, growing their leg hair out. They have, like, a beard on their legs. That'd be awful. I would not be a fan of that. <laughs> I wouldn't either, man. Because they don't have to shave their face, but, I mean, think about how much leg... Like, we have a little bit of a face. How many hours do they spend shaving their legs? Oh, they can get it done quick. It's they pretty do. amazing. It's yeah, we have Except for Europeans, right? Europeans, they grow Yeah. They like it, <laughs> they like it long. <laughs> Braided armpits and stuff in Germany. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, beards will make you 63% more likely to win... A starting contest. I think that's a staring contest. A staring contest. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Did you see that one, too? Uh, yeah, yeah, but I thought it said staring contest when I read it. Yeah, it, well, it probably means staring contest. Are you good at staring contests? No, no. no. I start My eyes start watering, and I, I, I blink. <laughs> so I'm no good at that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, how many strokes does it take to shave your entire face between 100 to 600? The mystery has finally been solved. That seems excessive, man. It does seem excessive. I don't really like this list anymore. I would say that 100 makes sense, especially if you're doing, like, the little ones, you know, but 600, man, yeah, you're going to cause a lot of irritation. Well, that's also, like, a really uh, wide range, too. 100 to 600? Yeah, it's like, like hey, man, we got it down to a 500-stroke window. <laughs> <laughs> that's the super groomer guy. He's doing, like, 500. Easy. <laughs> Precision. Yes. Repeated strokes. Oh, see, this makes sense. A prehistoric man, they grew beards for three reasons, not just to be complimented. Warmth, protection, and intimidation. No, that doesn't make sense. Prehistoric men grew beards for one reason. It was because razors hadn't been invented. <laughs> well, they could, they like, you know, sharpen option. a rock. 
I they they get sh- I th- I see them sharpening the rock here. Uh, well, hey, um, I, I I never realized how warm a beard is until I shave it off. Like if I shave when I shave it off on Sunday, my face is going to be freezing for <laughs> the next like three or four days. Right, every time you go outside, you're going to be screaming. <laughs> Just quiver. I mean, come on, it's sixty degrees out, Dad. <laughs> Shut up, you. <laughs> Uh, let's see, I'll do one more, and then if you want to play us out with another song, we got a break for uh, for, for national news. Let's Absolutely. see. Uh, a famous beard style, thanks to Abraham Lincoln, is the chin curtain. There we oh, go. Nice. The chin curtain. So, hey, we're going to take a break for news, and Gary Hoey is going to play us out once again. I love this. This is so great. Screw bumper music. We got Gary Hoey like in Paul the house. Schaefer. I'm your Paul Schaefer, man. <laughs> I got my, my Western sound. Kid seats are just ten bucks. They're free. Back to the afternoon. Time now for the odd headlines with the after party on 980 WCAP. Welcome back. 
back to the after party at 980 WCAP. I'm Chris Pooblon. Matt Berry's joining the show. Hello. We also have Mr. Gary Hoey. So happy to be on the show, guys. You guys are amazing. Thanks for having me. And I got to tell you, I think we should do the after show in between the air and the news stuff because some of the stuff we just said off the air was pretty funny. Well, that's the stuff that we're allowed to say <laughs> off the air. We, we oh, that's the stuff that we get. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And our timing's awful with the uh, with the dump button. If you catch my drift, uh, we'll talk more about that on the next break. On TV. It was actually very educational stuff. It wasn't really that bad. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, <laughs> fun times. Hey, in this segment, we're actually going to talk a little bit about some of the wackier news headlines that. You may have heard, you may have missed, and uh, but but I found them. I'm very picky about it, and I think this week I did really good on not picking any stories from Florida, because nice. you know <laughs> there's always so many weird stories that come out of Florida where I'm like, you know what? It's too easy. I can't I can't do Florida this week. Yeah, you got to give that state a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this week we're actually going to start over in uh, Arkansas, where um, this is actually a pretty nice story. Uh, you ever have to do a sobriety test? Uh, yes. Yeah? I, I've had to do it once before, but it was because they found me passed out on Hampton Beach. Well, all right, they was, had a pretty good reason to do that. Uh, they did. They, I was 19 years old, and uh, I, I had a couple Pearl Harbors, and I remember falling asleep. And I looked up to a flashlight in my eye and a bunch of Hampton police officers, and I thought to myself, should I run away? And immediately <laughs> the answer was no. And, uh, oh, boy, I was an idiot. <laughs> Bob's wearing a Hampton Beach sweatshirt. And uh, they did that thing with the, the, the light in your eye. And uh, they told me I failed. And I'm like, no, I didn't. Like, yes, you did. Obviously, they know more than me. Yeah, you said I would have been able to do it if you didn't shine that light in my eye. <laughs> exactly. You, you, you first you blinded me. Now you're asking me to walk a straight line. <laughs> yeah. I was an idiot, though. I, I told them I was stationed on M Street. My mom had a cottage for the week there. And I said I was stationed on M Street. What an idiot. And they're like, oh, you're stationed on M Street, huh? This was before the Marines. Just, uh, <laughs> so it wasn't know. even like that was built into your lingo and you said it by No, no, exactly. Like, like, why would my wow, brain do that? They nice. threw me in the paddy wagon with this drunk chick that was like just screaming and crying and she had a ten, five gallon bucket she was spitting into it was a weird night man <laughs> anyway that was my only sobriety test uh, but there was this arkansas college student uh he actually used that's his, an oxymoron <laughs> <laughs> he used his juggling skills to prove his sobriety after being pulled over by a campus police officer now mr blake puckett say that three times fast <laughs> Uh, he's a junior at the University of Central Arkansas, and he was driving slowly. He was leaving a house, he was driving slowly, and then the officer pulled him over. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the officer got him out of the car, and his his license plate was Juggler, and I think that's what really <laughs> wow. got the officer to uh, pull him over. Not a drink juggler. Not a drink juggler, <laughs> but uh, I think um, a, a bowling pin juggler. And uh, when he got pulled over, uh, I think he was pulled over because he said he was driving because he had a, a broken taillight out. Um, but the officers determined he was sober when he actually, he was like, look, I'm a magician. I'm surprised he didn't get shot going, <laughs> let me just go into my pocket for these. <laughs> my, my pins out and whip them in the air. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he just started juggling. Now, fortunately, that takes a lot of uh, 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 balance and coordination. Yeah. yeah, so I don't think it's easy to to juggle when you're when you're hammered. No, nah, I mean I can't juggle sober. If really? that was the field sobriety test, I'd be screwed. If they were like, all right, now juggle these three things. <laughs> juggle. <laughs> yeah, I have a hard enough time standing on the one foot, man. Like when I got my sobriety test, like I wasn't drunk, but I'm also not a coordinated person. Right. And so I'm standing on like one foot, like hopping all around. <laughs> that would be awful. Juggle these. Yeah. <laughs> what? Can I just say the alphabet backwards? Yeah, this is so weird. 
<laughs> they don't do the alphabet backwards anymore. Instead, what they do now is they do the al. They'll be like, okay, do the alphabet from H to T. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And it's it sucks too because in my brain I was ready to do that alphabet backwards, and then he's like, all right, do H to T, and I was like, oh. You have to mouth it up to H though, right? Like in your head <laughs> to get mentally prepared. You can't just start on H. You can't. No, you have to. You have to be like, can you give me a minute? Can you give me like a couple of minutes to work this out? I'll be right with you. B comes after A. Yeah, I'm gonna get this on the first try. <laughs> oh boy! So yeah, I actually I spent um, a summer. I know I uh, I wanted to learn how to juggle, and then I guess my sister was paying attention. She got me a juggling kit. So I spent a whole summer trying to figure out how to juggle. Your I sister can only do... got ripped off. What's a juggling kit? Is three things. That's yeah, all it's it's three balls be... and a book on like yeah. uh, uh, technique. Oh, okay. And he, and he spent a whole summer trying to get out of DUIs. A whole summer. <laughs> And juggling didn't get me out of one. <laughs> Even when you were good at it. <laughs> I did. Uh, there was a story last week of a girl trying to do a somersault or a, 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 a cartwheel. The same thing? No. Somersault no, is a somersault is like rolling on your on like your shoulder. Ah, yeah, like a forward a, roll. It's just a regular okay. roll, man. Yeah. yeah, there was a girl. She was trying to do a cartwheel to get out of one. That is not as uh, believable as juggling. <laughs> so, yeah, but I can I can juggle for maybe a uh, count to five seconds, then they all fall to the ground. I tried doing it with coconuts in the store once. That did Unless you're wearing well. a dress, and then if you do a cartwheel, you might get out of it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I, have a, uh, I have a unicycle in the back seat. Watch, I can ride my unicycle and juggle. All right. Hey, uh, you know what? Some parents uh, are great parents. Some other parents, not so much. Especially uh, this Chris Connecticut is one mom. of the second parents. No, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a pretty darn good parent. I know, I know. I've seen you with your kids. You're great. <laughs> well, there's a Connecticut mom. She uh, allegedly uh, let her 10-year-old son drive her car while she streamed it on Facebook Live. Ugh. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Ten-year-old, huh? Ten years old. I mean, look, I understand if you're going to, like, an empty parking lot, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That's a strong maybe. Uh, I also understand if uh, you do not ever put anything on Facebook Live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the other part on her Facebook, under hobbies and interests, it just says creating evidence. Like, <laughs> that's what she's into. Exactly. Uh, Lisa uh, Nussbaum of Monroe was charged on Friday with risk of injury or impairing morals of a minor. Impairing morals of a minor, Impairing morals? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, She's 38 years old. Uh, She was released the same day after promising to appear in court. Uh, One week later, uh, police say they arrested her after several residents reported having seen a Facebook Live broadcast showing a child driving a car on public roads throughout the town of about 20,000. So, wow. oh, she gave him like a booster seat and. Well, I think at ten years old you can reach the pedal. You're just a little short, right? Okay. Maybe throw a little. Uh, I think you're right. Maybe a like a phone book or something. Right. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, d- don't don't Facebook. He wasn't live. driving like a Delta eighty eight or anything. Was <laughs> 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 driving a Humvee. He was no no airplane. Like a Buick with a saber. <laughs> nothing like. That. No, he was driving a, a car around. But 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 still. You can't I even mean, see his head poking up and stuff like <laughs> there. Ghost driving that car. It's a five speed. He's like drifting, spinning out. <laughs> he learned it. He learned it all on Xbox, right? He just, right. Oh, yeah. Grand Theft Auto. He yeah. pulled over. He beat up a prostitute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he changed cars. He left. 
Bum, this is great. Are you streaming this? Are you streaming this? GTA. <laughs> I don't like Facebook Live. I don't like Periscope. I, I you don't were like, all about Periscope. When I was. It came well, out. it was cool when it started, but then I would like look at other people's videos, and it, it's just comp- so narcissistic. And I understand. Mm. I think what we're doing could be labeled a little narcissistic, but we're. I don't know. We're just chatting. Now, Facebook is literally talk to me while I smoke a joint, or talk to me while I do some dabs, talk to me while I eat a bacon sandwich. <laughs> and then it's just people typing, and then I think trolls are just all over Periscope. It's just, it's weird to me. And I, on Facebook Live, I just don't like getting notifications from people I don't even know. Yeah. I don't talk to them on a daily basis, and they're like, oh, Joe Smith is at McDonald's. <laughs> you gotta un- unfriend those people, man. Weed them out of your life, then you won't get those notifications. I yeah. guess. You do block them. Or what you have to do is, I-, I like, what I like about some of the streaming stuff is when you can kind of visit some place that you can't yes, be at. Like if I someone agree with that. Like a sunset in Hawaii. I actually saw someone do a sunset in Hawaii. It was really cool, live streaming it. You know, so I think if you're like bringing people to places that they, they or showing them, letting everybody join in on something that's cool. Yes. That that you wouldn't normally see. I do like that. And there's a lot of people around the world that like kind of like to tune in on stuff. I don't want to say I they're lonely, but they're sitting yeah. home. They got an iPad. They just kind of. I'll look around too on like Periscope to see what people are doing. And then once in a while I'll, I'll chime in, and then I realize they see it's me, and then yeah. they'll ask me questions, and I jump out. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm out of here. I don't like commenting, <laughs> and I can't seem to get rid of it. But I like seeing like um behind the scenes uh, scenes on the news desks cuz like yeah. channel 5 or whatever those i think are cool but i think what outshadows that are all those doofuses that are trying to sell yoga pants and <laughs> <laughs> stuff it's just so weird to me that i uh I- i'm going to delete it eventually one day i'm just going to get bored hey of it hey man think about it you know years ago like 20 years ago if we would have imagined that you know, we could realistically have our own TV show on our phone. Yeah. Oh, I know. Because you know, right? that's essentially what, what they're doing. They're in their basement hanging out, you know. Yeah. yeah Hot-looking girls are always inviting you to hang out with them to do what? Watch them smoke cigarettes? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they're all dancing. And yeah. it's like, well, what are you doing? Stop And we it. still tune in and we watch. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. I-, I was just talking about with my wife the other day that the VCR of our generation is like the 8-track of my uh, of our parents, you know. So my kids, they'll never see a VCR. CR or they'll never get to play with them like yeah, I never got to play with them. Rewinding is yeah. Be kind, rewind. Remember they even had a slogan for it. Yeah. It did. Now it's like get Netflix. <laughs> yeah, get Netflix and <laughs> and hook up your friend <laughs> on the guest Have account. Oh boy! Uh, all right, now we're gonna go over to Los Angeles. Now you started talking about this story uh, <laughs> where there was a flight from Las Vegas. It was bound for Hawaii, but it was reverted to LAX Wednesday over what police say was a passenger's reaction to the price of an in-flight blanket. Uh, Hawaiian Airlines flight number seven was a few miles off the Southern California coast when a 66-year-old passenger requested a blanket and was told <laughs> it would cost $12. <laughs> now, uh, authorities say the passenger became upset and asked for the phone number to the Hawaiian corporate headquarters to complain. And police then say that uh, this gentleman said, I'd like to take someone behind the woodshed for this. <laughs> oh, wow. He wanted to take the blanket behind the woodshed or the, the flight attendant? <laughs> uh, he wants to take someone behind the woodshed. And, with, uh, with the blanket or no? I guess not. Maybe uh, to uh, haggle for better prices for the blanket. Like, <laughs> Twelve bucks, I would have paid ten fifty. No, he wanted to take them back there and give them a whooping. <laughs> when you go behind the shed, it's not pretty. Nothing <laughs> good's ever happened behind a Apparently woodshed. Apparently not. That's true. Never. never. 
<laughs> well, sometimes there's circles and uh, you know bales of smoke. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only time I've ever behind a, been behind a woodshed. <laughs> so uh, for twelve, so for twelve dollars, they turned the plane around. Exactly. Yeah, there was no physical altercation, uh, but crew members refer, refused service, and the plane landed at LAX at 10:15 a.m. So yeah, you're right. They turned the whole plane around instead of going to Hawaii like they were supposed to because wow. this grumpy old man wanted to take someone behind the tool shed. They turned back around. I want to see that pilot yelling at him like a dad dude. <laughs> just had enough. Just, I will turn this plane around. We will turn it right around. Right now. We are not going to Hawaii. Take him behind the tool shed. Oh, my God. I would have pulled out my credit card so fast. I'd be like, I'm buying him this blanket, and I'm buying the whole plane a drink. <laughs> Get us please? right now to Hawaii. Oh, can you just imagine everyone staring at that guy the whole time while they're landing in LAX? Just like, mm. <laughs> oh my gosh, getting hit with peanuts in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah. it was grumpy. It was great. I didn't have a nap today. <laughs> <laughs> my mashed potatoes were lumpy. <laughs> Give him a Snickers bar. He was getting a little diva. That's right. <laughs> Give him a Snickers bar. I just can't believe that. Come on. I mean, we grew up in a in a world where business, the customer, you know, at the end of the day, you're supposed to make the customer feel good in some way. Right. Yeah. And if something starts to go wrong, if it doesn't cost much more than a $12 blanket to kind of make somebody feel good, I can't believe the pilot didn't say, wait, we're going to burn $2,000 in fuel. So let me just, you know, and we're going to and we're going to go into an airport that we haven't been in. Then we have to leave again. Right. Let's just give the guy the blanket and yeah. some peanuts and a beer. Yeah. <laughs> for an unruly 66-year-old that wants to take somebody behind a yeah, tool shed. Yeah, sometimes that's all it takes for customer service. Like, I can be so mad at someone on the phone because they screwed up my cable bill or whatever it is. But if they just go, sir, sir, sure, stop screaming and spitting. We're going to give you a month of HBO and Showtime for free with all the channels, even the ones that, you know, you want to block at night. I would be like... You know, I feel much better now. <laughs> Thank you. I just, you know, do you, do you feel like way when someone gives you something customer uh, service wise? No, because I feel like they're tricking me. Uh, because I've oh. spent too many phone calls with Comcast for. Uh, I want to get rid of Comcast, and all of a sudden I have HBO, and then the next month I'm paying more money. And then I'm like, I'm trying to convince my wife. No, honey, honey, they gave me a deal. They gave me a deal, and she goes, she goes like this. Mm-hmm. Like, no, honey, they gave me a deal. Oh, she's got to make that call then. She's yeah. got to make that call and, and see what it's I, like. I know. I, I finally I cut that cord eventually because I was sick of getting all these deals. And then because they weren't good deals, they were just tricks. Like score sense. I went on a tangent about the score sense people uh, trying to. Oh, how about I give you next month off? You don't even have to pay next month. No, I want to get rid of score sense. It's thirty bucks a month. <laughs> I don't give a. F yeah. I, I don't care what is about score my. Sense? Uh, they keep track of your credit score and uh it's for uh, uh protection of who you are what's it called when they steal your identity, identity. theft oh, sure. okay. but me i'm pretty careful about shredding all my documents and everything yeah. and it was uh, it was a bad month and i went negative and it was that that made me go negative and i'm like no i'm getting rid of it and it's like oh yeah, but i'll give you the next six months off <laughs> like just no stop it stop it how would you call back in a week you have something on your account you might want to look it up like no just I, i'm aware of what it is I I opened up a new card, turn it off. No, but, 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 but no, because I'm worried in another week I'm going to have to call up and talk to you again and go through all of this. My kid's listening to me on the phone like, Chris, are you okay? Like, this guy just won't just let me, and it's the same thing with Comcast. Yeah. I had a guy actually going, oh, you're playing hardball with me, aren't you? Like, just get rid of the Comcast. I love the internet. Just get rid of the Comcast. Yes. 
They just tricked me. Sorry about all that. <laughs> so I feel like when they're when they're giving me a deal, I'm like, no, that's just already up your sleeve. Yeah, but see, it's people like you who get airplanes turned around to Los Angeles. That's <laughs> yes, you're the problem. <laughs> we'll take somebody behind the woodshed. Just <laughs> just take the deal. Calm down. Let's all get to Hawaii. Well, fortunately for this uh, little curmudgeon, he, uh, there's no charges are expected to be filed. But oh, a lot man. of people aren't friends. I mean, you must have to travel a lot. I do. <laughs> I do. I fly a lot. And I see a lot of crazy, crazy things on the, on the airplanes where people just, you know, they get, they get crazy. They get, they get upset over things and they, uh, you know, they want to cause a big fuss. But now you, you really can't. You've got to kind of... You got to kind of be quiet because they have you now. They'll turn the plane around, you know. They'll they'll right. throw you off the plane before it leaves uh, yeah. the gate, which I've been threatened to be thrown off. <laughs> oh yeah, what were you doing? More than once. I was. You know what? I was actually actually I was just trying to get my guitar on the plane. Yeah. I was trying to bring it on the plane with me, and and some airlines are really friendly and easy about it, and sometimes they're like, no way, you're not. You're going to check gate check that instrument. And I'm kind of like, wait a minute, you know, I, I can't do that. It's going to get broken. And then I'll beg them, and I'll try to be nice. And this one lady said, well, the next flight, you need to buy a real serious case that you can check it. Right. And I said, okay, the next time I will. You're not going to take anybody behind the tool and, and then she kept yelling at me, and I said, are you yelling at me? I thought next time I'll do it, but this time I can get on the plane. And when I got on the plane, she came all the way on the plane. Right to my seat and said, I could have you thrown off this plane right now if you want. Really? Oh, and came all the way on the plane. Day. She was having a bad day. And I said, I don't want to get thrown off, please. <laughs> and she was like, okay, you be quiet. And I was like, yes, ma'am. I just, What's that word? I just shut up. <laughs> she yes, thought I was being smart. I wasn't being smart. I just said, are you talking about something that's the future? <laughs> right now, just leave me alone. <laughs> like, you don't have a guitar case store in this airport. Like, right. I can't fix this right now. Yeah, she didn't like that I said that. She got mad. <laughs> that's, that's off. I, I've never. The only times I've ever had to fly was when I was in the military, and then when I'd ever, whenever I'd come home, it was like important. I got home right away. It's like as soon as my leave started, that was like all the time I had to be away from the military, and then I, I knew I'd have to come back. So when my flight would get canceled or delayed, my anxiety would go through the roof. So if I don't ever have to fly, I'm a very happy fella for it. So. Hey, I got another story here that uh, only proves why I could never hang out with Tom Brady. Besides the fact that I don't like sports. I mean, I, I did watch the Super Bowl. thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I man. dug it. I watched that it. That Tom Brady guy is good at what he does. But to hang out with him, I don't think I could ever hang out with that guy and have like an interesting <laughs> conversation. I feel like with me and him, no. And sure, I'm never, I have no plans on hanging out with him. But uh, after seeing this story, I just if understand. If you get the opportunity to have him as a guest on this show, do not turn him down. Uh, we will. Yes, please bring him in. Yeah. I'll come. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would totally. But, I mean, do you think we could goof off the same way? Do you think he goofs off? Tom Brady? He, Tom, no, dude. Tom, Tom, Tom Brady's not awake right now. He's asleep. He's probably asleep. It's in some cocoon. Yeah. That's perfectly, like, get the right temperature. Yeah, and little it's, mist it's, is hitting him exactly in the face. exactly Tom Brady shaped for yes. optimum sleep. Yes. <laughs> and it's misting right. his face with water. That's from the Alps. Yeah, body temperature mist, though, right? Yeah. That's <laughs> so, how you play pro football at 39, man. Well, uh, uh, Tom Brady developed uh, a partnership with uh, Purple Carrot. And now for $78 a week, you can eat like Tom Brady. Uh, the recipes are designed to help athletes and active individuals stay at their peak 
while adhering to the TB12 nutritional philosophy, all meals will be high-protein, 100% plant-based, gluten-free, limited in use of refined sugars, limited in use of soy, free of highly processed ingredients. Yeah, he doesn't have a fun time when it comes to food. I'm sure he loves it, though. He wouldn't do it if he didn't love it. Yeah, I don't know. Is, he, is it protein? A lot of protein, you'd say? Uh, yeah, it's a high protein. Okay. Protein, but it's all plant-based. Yeah. Okay. So it's all protein, Legumes. vegetables, and... Oh, okay. Is he's not doing meat? Like, he's not doing steak and chicken and fish and all that? No meat. So if you want to know wow. what um, a sample of this menu consists of, it's... Um, all right, so for instance, you can have a white lentil risotto with winter roasted vegetables... Uh, Meyer lemon and cashew grimolata. The this hell is half this stuff, man? <laughs> this is some fancy pants rich Tom Brady stuff right here. Uh, this creamy comfort dish gets an update with ivory lentils in lieu of arborio rice, sweet roasted golden beets, and <laughs> Romanesco, and an herby citrus grimolata to brighten the meal. I just had that earlier in the week. Oh, really? Yeah, for lunch. For lunch today. Put down a nice grimalata. I had some bibimbap today. You know, uh, they said, Tom Brady oh. says he's never had coffee in his entire life. I know. Life. Yeah, he's never had strawberries either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, weird guy, that guy. I know, and that's what, for me, determines the weirdness of a person. Yeah. You know so, what this is all is about, weird. though, this whole, like, meal plan thing is, like, Tom Brady realized it's the end, and he kept taking all these pay cuts so we could sign better players and win right. a bunch of Super Bowls, and now Tom Brady's like, I forgot to make money. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I, I think after his career in football, he's going to be like on a ton of infomercials. Oh, definitely. He's just going to be an infomercial just guy. Just horribly acting his way through everything on TV. Yeah, juicing and uh, Roger that. Or you can have a ramen bowl with charred broccolini and gingered amaranth greens. I've never even heard of amaranth greens. Uh, in this ramen bowl, we pair nutty brown rice noodles with a savory sweet tamari, tamari, and coconut broth. Gorgeous watermelon radish. <laughs> gorgeous? Yeah, gorgeous. Called it gorgeous. <laughs> uh, she's one gorgeous radish. That one. <laughs> and bitter greens for a dish that's a balancing act of color, texture, and flavor. Come buy our meals. We got real sexy beats. Ooh, this one's good. Crispy turnip cakes with quinoa tabbouleh and zatar yogurt. <laughs> hey, hey, where you going, turnip cakes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to eat like Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm sure that would be better for me, um, but I don't think I'd look like oh, an athlete. Oh, it'd be better for everybody. Soon. But I mean, at a certain point, man, you got to enjoy life. You can't just. You know, yeah. Tom Brady can eat like that. I don't. I don't. I don't got to play professional football. At an unprecedented age, man, so bring on the grease. <laughs> That's true. He's getting, I, I remember delivering pizza when I was like 18, 19 years old and listening to the interviews of Tom Brady as quarterback then. I mean, what what's the lifespan for a quarterback, essentially? Uh, uh, usually when they're like 33, they, they call it quits. Yeah? yeah. And he's just, he's 39. He's doing yeah. something right, and he's making a ton of dough. So I'll hand it to him. He's doing he, he's yeah, a he pretty said, awesome dude. He said he's for, in the best shape of his life. Yeah. yeah. Even right now, he said he's getting less injuries and everything taken yeah, care of himself. His stats have gone up for the last, like, like four or five years, it's crazy, man. Really? You know, I don't think it's the re the diet, man. I think it's a supermodel. I think <laughs> if you have a supermodel for a girlfriend, <laughs> and you're a quarterback, uh, and you have five rings, I think it makes you it makes you happy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it does. And you want to stay happy. Yeah, you got to work hard for that. He doesn't happiness. have the same existential dread hanging over his head. I know, as all, like the normal people in the right. world. 
<laughs> That's true. He's good at something, and he got what he wanted, and he wants to keep it. Yeah, it's just it's awesome to be his. The only thing that's going through his head all day is just like woo. Like it's just <laughs> great being celebrated. And for me, it's like eh, yeah, I can go have a roast beef sandwich, <laughs> and that makes me just as happy. Oh boy! Hey, we need to take a break, and then we're gonna uh, drink some beer. Do you want to play another song, Gary? Sure, man. If you if you if you're yeah. ready for it, I want to just throw it yeah, at you. Love to. You know, what? hey, I'm I'm gonna take advantage of having you here, man. Hey, I'm having fun. This is a, this is a blast, man. This is like the best Thursday night I've had in years. Oh, good, good. And when we come the, back, the after gonna... party's a blast. <laughs> So I was thinking about doing um, a song that I wrote as a tribute to Johnny Winter. Yeah. He's, he's an old blues dude uh, called Steamroller. All right, here we go. Got to get a little train going.
sing it and hear you break. I drink beer when I am sad, cause love beer, it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink beer. Beer is good, beer is good, beer is good. Let's go, beer is good, beer is good, beer is good. Let's go drink some beer. Let's go drink some beer. 980 WCAP, the after party. Can't be an after party without beer, right? That's right. All right. Before, during, and the after party. <laughs> exactly. I'm Chris Bublon, joined in the studio. We have Gary Hoey. We have Mr. Yes. Matt Barry. Hey. And Bob Philpott's pushing all the buttons, and he's answering the phone. If you want to give us a call throughout the show at 978-454-4980, we can take your call. You can chat with us. I'd prefer you do it in the next segment, though, after 11, because this is the fun part, where I get to try a few different beers yeah. that I haven't had before. And Bob, Bob's getting in on these beers, too, so he's not going to be there to answer your call. So yeah. <laughs> he, he, might, he might hit a few wrong buttons. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I could live with that. Hey, um, hey, we got a quick shout out to uh, Gary from uh, a caller uh, named Billy. Billy? Yep. All right, so Billy, Billy, would, Billy right. what's up, buddy? Can't sleep. Bring us your sleepless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and and then Dick Summers will follow us after that. So uh, we have a. I, I have an interesting Thank selection, you, and mm-hmm. and I sorry. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. And, and I thought it was uh, perfect for the colder weather that we are still. Uh, enjoying, unfortunately, because uh, I, I don't know if you've been outside today, but it was bitter and cold and windy, and I wasn't a big fan. But uh, I think we're getting snow this weekend. So what are you going to drink? You're not going to drink a Belgian White. You're not going to drink a Coors Light, hopefully, or a Budweiser. Those aren't going to be fun. First of all, you better be over at Beards and Brews, because I'm sure some of these beers might actually be there as well. But I grabbed, I got an IPA, a double IPA, a stout, and an Imperial Stout. And right now we're starting with... Clown Shoes, uh, Whammy Bar number two. I grabbed this because of you, Gary. I figured oh, I like uh, that, the Whammy Bar thing. <laughs> that would rock. And That's I had one cool. of these earlier, and i got to say, I really enjoyed it. So I don't mind reacquainting my taste buds. Yeah. Mm, this is yummy. Oh, yeah. I mean, it starts in the smell. Yeah. You take a little whiff, and it's just uh, bursting with hop aroma. And then you drink it, and for some reason, my mind goes to, like, Fruit Loops. Yeah. Like something sweet yeah, and juicy. Yeah, it is a little fruity, a little, like, citrusy, sort of. Uh, yeah, it's kind of, zing of to um, it. I like it. Yeah. Kind of tame for an IPA, don't you think? Oh, yeah. More like a pale ale-type feel. Right. Than, uh, than, an, than an India pale ale, but... Well, I think what makes it an IPA is the fact that it's 6.5% alcohol. Now, oh, that's a, yeah. this is a tricky one. It doesn't totally feel like that, man. And I think sometimes it uh, it really depends on yeah, the balance of the beer. Yeah. It feels light. It looks like it feels like it would go good with food. Oh, yeah. All of them go very good with food. I think this one, though, yeah, maybe like a, a whole, dare I say, Hawaiian pizza. Something with pineapple. Something citrusy. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd get it on that. I mean, Stouts are tough to have with food, though, because they're so filling. Well, I think those are good for like a dessert. So if you yeah. have like a brownie or a chocolate chip cookie, that's stout territory. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one, without a doubt, I could drink a six pack of these. <laughs> these are really good. And I, I know Clown Shoes now. They're um they're uh, uh, a contract brewer, meaning that they're a brewery, but they come up with the recipes and then they make it in other people's breweries. Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's. Weird. I know we were chatting about it last week. Sam Adams started like that. Uh, he came up with a recipe and he started brewing Boston Lager. I think originally, well, I think New York, 
in Pennsylvania, one or the other. Oh, I feel so betrayed now. Well, uh, one of the controversies I'll still was. Drink it. Uh, oh, I know. Hey, it's a great beer, Boston Lager. <laughs> I love it. It's, I'm Irish. Hey, that's fine. And and Sam Adams, I love their beers, but the way they marketed it. Now, uh, they once they started doing an Oregon ale or an Oregon ale, that's when I think some people got kind of too pissed off, and then the whole line fizzled out, and he stuck with Boston. Yeah. But how great to market something towards people's like heritage. In their region, they're like, "Oh, I love Boston Lager, dude. I'm from Boston." <laughs> Boston, one of the only markets you can do that. If you like, try to make the Kansas beer, people in Kansas are going to be like, "Yeah, it's cool, but whatever." That's man. called brilliant marketing. Marketing, <laughs> dude. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it's just funny, and uh, that, that was a. I would buy that again, though. And I, I know Clown Shoes, what they really bank on, I think, is their interesting designs for all the labels. Yeah. Ever, ever look at a wall of different Clown Shoes beers? Not a wall of them, no, but I've seen a couple. <laughs> well, I've looked at, you know, the you shelf. built the wall? Yeah, the, 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 the wall of Clown Shoes. <laughs> and, uh, From here to Mexico. <laughs> they just There's so many different variations of the same type of beer. Like, how many Imperial Stouts do they have, you know? It blows my mind. So, I'm always iffy on whether or not it's going to be a good one, but I really... Really, really enjoyed this, and uh, I don't see anything wrong with contract brewing. It's a way to make a buck, and if you're putting off a good product, then then do it. Yeah, yeah. If it's good, it's good. Exactly. So this one is from Port Brewing. It's called Mongo P- India Pale Ale. I think it's more of a double uh, IPA oh, as opposed to be intense. Uh, I, I had this at, at um, uh, Winterfest at the uh, the beer tasting. I'm just gonna pour it in the cup, and then I'll pass you guys the bottle. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, is that a wave on there? Yeah, Mongo was actually um, a cat they had oh, in the brewery. That's a cool design, man. They had um, a cat in the brewery, and they named it... Uh, I think the Mongo is its nickname. And they don't explain how the cat died, but it only lived for about ten months. Oh, uh, yeah. So, if you look at the bottle, you'll see that there is a cat surfing on, on that, actually. And uh, that comes in at uh, a whopping 8.5% alcohol. Wow, and that's, I remember that's a nice cover. I do, I do like that. Really, hey, if you want to come in and pour yourself some, Bob, feel free. Yeah, Bob, we're not coming in there for you. Okay, <laughs> you come in here if you want the beer. Okay, Bob, <laughs> you got to work for it. Yeah, we're sick of you doing everything on this show. We're gonna need you to do a little bit more. <laughs> right, and uh, need I say, uh, he does put all of these thing uh, shows up on our website, tap980.com. Now, I would love to discuss how and how to make this website better, but that's a, a conversation for another day. Um, I know last week. We talked a little bit about double IPAs. I think next week I might take a little break from IPAs. I'm going to think about some other styles to mess with. But uh, double IPAs were a product of the 90s during the Great American Beer Festival. Because uh, Americans, uh, up to till like the 80s, uh, our beer styles were non-existent. And the other countries were all laughing at the Americans with our, our Bud Lights and our, <laughs> you know, our Bush and our Coors. Yeah. Uh, and once uh, homebrewing became legal in 1979, uh, they were all being told, Hey, brew what you like, brew what you want to try, find these recipes, and we just started making them stronger and stronger and stronger until we had the double IPA that we're drinking right now. This yeah. guy's like a book. He, he knows like dates and everything. He yes. just knows the history. He's got <laughs> the encyclopedia great. of beer. He's the Wikibeardier. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm working on it. I still have a lot of reading to do. I've been taking a break from all my uh, uh, my beer reading. With uh, I was say, in between philosophy, it's yeah. beard and beer. <laughs> That's all it is. I'm I'm now I'm a two track uh, mind uh, guy, <laughs> I guess. But uh, but no, I I just 
it's funny to drink something that we've been drinking for at least 10,000 years plus. And there are some beers, like with Dogfish Head, they replicate things from thousands of years ago. And beer is just yeah, one of those things. Some of things. those are good. Some of those are... Mm. No, you're right. You're right. But I think the idea that they're still replicating something that is historical, yeah, uh, cool. it, it blows my mind. Like the Midas Touch is a beer based off of um, uh, something that they found in, I think it's... King Tut's tomb or one of those Egyptian tombs where they took a sample off a clay pot and then they analyzed it and they're like, well, it must have been a vessel for this type of beer. And then they were able to come up with the ingredients. And Dogfish Head was like, shoot, let's try it out. Yeah. And that's what they came out with. Yeah, that's a really interesting line of projects they do. Mm. I had the... Uh they the they have like an Aztec one too. That one I yeah. didn't like as much. Yeah, they said they went back to an ancient toga party. They found six kegs actually in in the ground. Yeah, they knew how to like, party. Toga, toga. <laughs> Sorry, man. One of them had a skeleton doing a handstand on it. It was crazy. <laughs> Some PBR. <laughs> now this one has kind of a thick, malty nose to it. Maybe a little bittering hops in the aroma, but uh, you can tell this is definitely. Definitely about 8.5 percent. Thick mm-hmm. mouthfeel has like hoppy resins just kind of hanging yeah. out. We yeah. should go, go with some buffalo wings. Oh my gosh, hell yeah, Going man! Out there, yeah, yeah spot on. Buffalo wings yeah. and something like this, because when you're pairing a beer with food, you want to pair like the intensity of flavors. Yep. And this is tense without being annoying. I think. Yeah. Like I wouldn't eat some blue cheese with this. Blue no. cheese yeah. is really annoying. Right. But this nice and bitter, nice and thick. But spot on, buffalo yeah. wings, buffalo fingers, something spicy would be a, a fantastic choice yeah. of beverage. And uh, I guess this has a Columbus, Amarillo, Centennial, Cascade, and Simcoe hops. And uh, that mean, probably means nothing to anybody else. But uh, I don't you know think, a lot about hops. I don't think they missed any of them. That's a lot. That <laughs> is a lot of hops, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, it has a nice finish. Um but I don't know, I'm still learning about hops myself. I started reading a book about hops, but it got way too technical for even my understanding. Um, I know it takes a long time to actually come up with a hop that, like, they, they go through hundreds of different hops till they find that one that actually works with the beer. So the ones that we see might have been hops they've been using for hundreds of years. Like, yeah. if you've ever heard of um, Saz or Tetnanger, or uh, uh, there's certain hops that come strictly out of Germany. There's certain hops that come strictly out of uh, uh, New Zealand. Um, and then a lot of them come out of Oregon, like uh, Willamette. If you've ever heard of Willamette. I know on uh, Navigation, they make a milk stout with Willamette, and it comes out of the Willamette Valley. Oh, okay. Now, Cascade is the only kind of hops I've ever yeah, heard Yeah, and of. Cascade is a, a really common uh, hop that's especially grown around here. I know last year I made a pale ale with Cascade hops grown in Lowell, which wow. is pretty cool. And I know uh, our friend uh, Paul Belay, he'll tell me when these hops start growing again. And I'm going to go pick a full bucket full, and then I'm, I'm going to make another oh, nice. pale ale out of them, hopefully in the springtime. It'll be a nice spring-summer beer. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. But, what are you working on right now for beers? I have uh, oh, I have an IPA we're going to try in the next hour. Just, oh, nice. I'm, I'm just going to casually throw it out there because i got nothing planned for 11 o'clock. We're just going <laughs> to riff and hopefully we can we're gonna wing the it. hour. We're yeah. going to wing it. Chicken wing it. Wait, why change it now? Um, but I have an IPA I made, and it's in the refrigerator, and I'm actually impressed with this. So all of the people that I promised a beer, I'm going to have to take that back. I want, I want <laughs> this. I don't want to give it away. See, once you start making beer that you actually like to drink, it's harder to give it away. You know? <laughs> but you're not allowed to sell homebrew. The gifts stop coming. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to sell homebrew, but you're allowed to exchange it for donations. Exactly. Off the books. Yeah. You know, it's... Yeah. 
So the next uh, beer we're going to try, we have two more beers we're going to sip on. And um, this one's called the Mighty Squirrel Mocha Stout. And the last one we're going to mess with is uh, the Lost Abbey, which um, it's Serpent's Stout. It's an Imperial, so I imagine it tasting similar to motor oil. Um, <laughs> and and a, a very tasty motor oil, if that. But uh, what's weird about the Lost Abbey is it's like... It's the same brand as Mongo. It's the Mongo is port brewing. Oh, is it? And then Lost Abbey is like a branch of those, like the same ownership. I didn't read into the story like I should. Yeah, maybe they do like the two breweries, like how you know how Smutty Nose has the Smut Labs to do like the more experimental small batch stuff, and it's brewed at a different place. Right. Yeah. So maybe it's like one of those situations. Yeah, but at least they still call it uh, Smut Labs. You know, so you 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 don't know you, you know it's not Red Hook making it. You know. Yeah. Let me try to. I'll try to reach. Right. There we go. Thank you, sir. No problem. All right. Yeah, we yeah. should mention when Chris Ooh. poured Gary the beer the first time. Gary's holding his guitar the whole time, and Chris put the beer like just out of reach, and it was the weirdest thing. You know what? You're like, there to help. Ah! <laughs> so close, but so far away. All right. So this is called the Mighty Squirrel, and. I've seen them kicking around a little bit. I, I haven't had too many things so from Mighty coffee, Squirrel. Coffee uh, in it? Well, it, yeah, it's a mocha stout. It is a mocha, okay. And uh, I think you're going to get the, you know dark, rich, toasty, and creamy notes with chocolate and coffee. I'm fairly positive there's no oh, wow. actual coffee in it. Because uh, I was looking at the malts earlier, and it says chocolate malt. and Yeah, so um, that's where they're getting those flavors and from. And that's where you're going to get the coffee flavor from, I believe. Uh, mm. I don't usually like a mocha, but this is actually good. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, it doesn't have that after like bitter aftertaste. It's actually smooth. Yeah. Hold on, I'm going to give this a shot. Mmm. Mm. Wow. Oh yeah, that's interesting. It's smooth. I, it it almost feels like a porter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it doesn't drink it's like much, a thick stout no, or anything. It doesn't. It's, it's a much little, smoother than I thought. A little less carbonated than a porter, maybe. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. No. No. You're you're right. Um. It's it's very smooth. But it's definitely it is, smoother. Man. It's less aggressive than mm. a than a stout is. It's not as in your face. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I know normally you know some stout you feel like you can almost chew on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some stouts are hard to get through. Yeah, and this it, it's kind of a it's it's like a smooth porter, it's a little more laid back, and it do, yeah, it doesn't look like Gary said it doesn't have much of an aftertaste. It's right, uh, it's gone pretty quick. Wow, well, sides. well done. Yeah, it's six point seven percent too, and it it definitely hides. Now this is saying it's a milk stout. I didn't realize it was a milk stout because uh, it just says mocha stout on the can. Now the what's website. the difference between like a milk stout and an oatmeal stout? Uh, well, an oatmeal stout has oatmeal in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and a milk stout <laughs> has lactose sugar. Well, oatmeal, what oh, an oatmeal will do is uh, kind of soften the flavor. It'll smooth, almost like silk, you know? It'll it'll give it a different yeah. milk feel. And uh, lactose sugars just yeast, they're picky. So, like, if you ever have a porter that doesn't have lactose, do you ever notice it's a little sweet anyway? Because some of the sugars that are in the malts don't get fermented. So they stay, you might have like a, a a sweeter porter just from that but other people they like to add milk sugars in yeah that's good they what called it milk stout instead of lactose sugar stout that yeah. sounds kind of gross <laughs> exactly <laughs> it does sound pretty gross <laughs> but uh at 6.7 percent i mean it, it, it hides very well um who called bob was that do they not want to be on the show is it just more people calling in telling gary they love him it's a Gary fan. I, I, I told him to Gary. call back after 11, so you'll be hearing from him. Oh, okay, oh, okay cool. cool. Well, we have one more beer to try anyway. 
And uh, this one's pretty cool. It's packaged weird. It's packaged like a wine bottle. It has the cork on it mm, and everything. Fancy. And on the front, you see, it's called Serpent Stout. And then you see on the front, uh, Adam and Eve with the uh, yeah, it's with got the naked people apple. on it. Well, I mean, it has boobs on that bottle. No, no, that's the guy. He has <laughs> oh, okay. A, he has yeah, a nice man, beard man too. Boobs. He has a he has a man beard. as a red beard like mine too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but the woman, her, her her goods are all covered by the snake. Oh, lame. Yeah, and it looks like she's holding the apple and she's about to hand it to to Adam. And you can see all the animals in the background. And it's uh, well, that's a cool looking bottle. It is a pretty cool looking bottle. Yeah. This is cork is hard to get off. I'm closing my eyes. One of us is going to get hit. Cork. It's almost off. You got to wiggle it slowly. Come on, you're a pro. There oh, we go. Nice tone. <laughs> got that sound on there and everything. I like that man. All that right. was not a sound effects, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That was a real bottle. That was not a button. Yeah. This ain't Hollywood. Yeah. I, I like just doing uh, the uh, the bottle caps with my lighter better. That's a that's a smoother transition. Oh my gosh, too. You look at that, and it's just. Oh, it is black as night, how about, man. How about you pass that on over, too? Whoa. I'll pass you another Look one. Look at that, huh? Thank you. Yeah. I'm trying not to finish all these. I'm going to have to work on my juggling. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get pulled over, get some sobriety test. You can just play a song. Can you do a backflip, juggle, <laughs> and play a song? There was a movie where they did something like that, right? Where the woman got pulled over and... I feel like it was a Leslie Nielsen film. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, this one... Oh, boy, yeah. Luckily, we're, we're only doing four at a time. Yeah, Bob, he is not a fan of the uh, the Imperial Stouts. Now, typically, they say... He likes the lighter one. Well, he likes the IPAs. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely is a bigger fan of the IPAs. I mean, I, I like all of it, and I think they all have a time to drink. But this one, I'm trying to look for the ABV on this one. Uh, oh, yeah, there it is. Uh, 11. <laughs> it tastes like 11. It so you like can 11. hear it float. You can yeah. feel it floating around well, in there. You don't have to drink all of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to drink all of this. Uh, I, I'm no. Just want to sip. I just want to sample. The, um, I think I'll be calling an Uber. Um. <laughs> in the Uber, put the goober in the Uber. <laughs> Even the head is like dark. On oh, it. you can like balance a nickel on it. You know. <laughs> yes. It's very thick. Wow. Mm. It's delicious though. Oh yeah, it is good. I will what say that. What are you that. thinking, Bob? You getting through it in there? Uh, I can almost drink this one. <laughs> I didn't make a bad face like some of them. <laughs> I made a bad face, but you can't see it on radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look this up. I'm pretty sure they actually aged this in uh, oak barrels, too. So some of the flavors you might be getting might be from the uh, the barrel they actually yeah. uh, age it in. Um, it's interesting. It, it's it's good. It's, it's shareable. It's not something you, you'd be silly to take a bottle of this to your head. Yeah, you know? especially since they only well, sell it in those big bottles. Oh yeah, my like gosh. Even, yeah, that's that beautiful bottle you opened. Yeah, you can definitely see this is like a special occasion kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, maybe you have it with some chocolates. I don't know. I don't know. You have it with something. Right. Uh, it's it's it, even on the website. Maybe, maybe you have it with a naked girl with a snake covering her. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't eat that apple. Right. Right. Don't eat the apple. Uh, it's massively thick with an opaque beer that begs the saints to join the sinners in their path to the uh, to a black existence. Oh boy, yeah, pours dark and thick. Yeah, this is it's an interesting beverage. Needless to say, it's I, I always say try everything once at least. Uh, but in, in every definition of the word uh, heavy, <laughs> oh yeah, this would fit. This is thick. Mm. This is like Adam and Eve in the garden. 
having, yeah. having their uh, vegetables. But you have like chocolate covered strawberries or something, or uh, I think that would pair very nicely. It would be an interesting snack to kind of throw yeah. with this. Anything chocolate too, like yep. just the way it pairs up is it's always a very very nice pairing. Yeah. So. So there we have it. These these are the four beers. And next week, I'm going to do something lighter. I'm going to find some lighter beers. But I want to be creative with it, too. I don't want to... Uh, I think I'm going to take away... Because I know I, last week I did a couple of porters and imperial stouts and stuff, too. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to steer away from that for so a little while. So you're going to go with, like, wheat beers or something? Maybe. Maybe. I just know... Like, I know uh, with, with porters and stouts, it always gives me that coffee breath feeling, you know? Yeah. Like, there's, now I need to drink some water, for sure. Whereas, <laughs> like, that juicy whammy bar IPA, I could drink that, and I would feel like that's actually quenching my thirst. Yeah, yeah. we should have done them in a different order, man. Yeah, well, that you could drink all night. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's, it's all downhill from here. Well, I, I like starting with the looser stuff, because it would be weird to go from this, where I, always ha- I already had that thickness going on. Yeah, no, I think you did it very well. I want to commend you. Cause oh, you did, thank you. You started out palates, and you slowly thickened it, and you added the, you introduced the different flavors that were more extreme, Yeah. and I think you finished it off with the, with the perfect one. Yeah. And I don't think I'm going to finish this one. I mean, no. it's good and everything. Yeah, it is but good, but it's intense. It's intense in a lot of ways. It's got a lot of heat. Now to we it. just basically we're just asking you right now. Do you have a six pack of the of the whammy bar? Uh, I do. I'll let you take some home tonight. <laughs> yeah. That's what we need. Yeah, and and not to mention <laughs> if, uh, for the rest of the evening, I think I'm going to be sipping on the uh, the citra pale ale that I have in the refrigerator from Navigation Brewing Company, which can be found over at Western Avenue Studios, especially this weekend. Beards and Brews 2017, and I. I forgot to even mention, everybody who goes, the first 300 people, they're going to get a souvenir glass. Now, these things are great. Ooh, you, I mean, it's always nice. fun to go to a, an event, take something home with you that you can save forever, and then you'll always remember this event. Yeah, that's cool. I, so, love, I love those commemorative mugs or cups. Yeah, I love them. yeah. I love those things. And then you can see me acting like a fool with my own. I, I always pay the extra $30 to get one for my kids. <laughs> <laughs> totally. It's got a dolphin on its head. <laughs> <laughs> it's a plastic mug. <laughs> so, hey, we need to take another break for news you want to play us another song I'll play. i'm just gonna keep plugging you until you I'll say play, no hey man i'm in I'm all in. right let's so it. let's do it Thank you. 
See, it's the beers. They're catching up to me. I'm Chris Poopland. Joined in the studio, we got Matt Barry. 980 WCA. Wait, did you say that part? I said that part, yeah. <laughs> and we have Gary Hoey. 980, baby. <laughs> and we have Mr. Bob Philpott pushing all the buttons. And look, if you want to give us a call, now is probably the time to chat with us. Uh, 978-454-4980. I'm just going to pour a little of this homebrew that I made. That's yes, already. Uh, wow, people just waiting by the phone. <laughs> that was a good pop. That was the best pop of the night. <laughs> that was the best pop of the night. Absolutely. It's definitely carbonated. Yeah, those people out there that can't sleep, that are up late, drinking beer like ours. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Call us and tell us what you're thinking. Yeah, and this I actually made. Uh, I used um, the recipe that Navigation makes for their pale ale. Uh, Bob, he's so cool. He, if I have a question, he gives me a recipe to yeah, make. You're working there for how many months? You're already stealing all their secrets? Well, I can't do it exactly like them. I mean, this doesn't. I mean, this tastes definitely homebrew quality. Damn, Chris. Yeah, mm. 6.5% alcohol. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to Dan in just a second. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let Chris have his let, moment let me in the gloat spotlight for a second. right now. It's an IPA. I made, I made this about seven months ago. Uh, I used uh, this West Coast style uh, yeast strain. It's all dry yeast. I'm, I'm upgrading with my yeast. But I used uh, Cascade and Citra hops, and I dry hopped it with lemon drop hops. And I got to say, I'm a little disappointed because the aroma doesn't really pop like I wanted it to. No, but, but it tastes still, really good. It's still a pretty tasty beer. A real, and, good uh, ta- real good taste. 
Yeah, I'm uh, very happy that uh, this came out. And like I said, this isn't easy to give away now. <laughs> Before, with the, I, uh, that Galena hot bomb I made was awful. I was not a fan of that one bit, but some people liked it. I wasn't a fan. But the next thing I have coming up is a milk stout uh, made with a Death Wish Coffee Company coffee. Oh, nice. And uh, I want. I think I'm going to mail a bomber to them and hopefully get a pound of coffee for free. Oh, I'm nice. hoping. I'm hoping. Now, what's the name of this one? I just call it Poob's IPA. Poob's IPA. <laughs> Yeah, everybody tends to call me Poob over yeah. over the years. As long as it's not a hard U, I'm happy because you know? <laughs> that's when I'm getting in myself into trouble. But yep. so far, so good. I and like I'm your IPA. I'm, well, I'm, thank I'm, you. I'm liking this a lot. It's got a good flavor, um, and it's not super. It doesn't bitter. have a big aftertaste. It has a little aftertaste, yeah. but it's nice. Right, I feel like I could have went heavier on the hops on this, but you know, I think I like it where it's at. It's, yeah, it's pretty good. All right, this would go good with a burger. Like it nice would bacon, totally, nice yeah, burger right with here. maybe some onion rings on yeah. it. Oh <laughs> hell yeah, I'm feeling burger and onion rings on this one. <laughs> All right, so hey, we're gonna go to the phones now. We got Dan in Bakersfield, Bakersfield, yes, California. Sir. All right, what's going on, Dan? Hey man, I was just calling and say hi to Gary. Sounds like the uh, bar at the Hilton last week, Gary. <laughs> Hey, Dan. What's up, my friend? Hey, man. I saw your post on uh, Facebook. So uh, I just, uh, I'm just i not here on the, on the West Coast, so I'm just listening to you guys uh, on the computer, man. I'm and, so uh, glad. I'm so glad, my friend. We just hung out at Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp. Dan oh, yeah? was a guitar player in my band. Awesome. And yeah. we, uh, we met at camp, and we've become, I would say, beyond the camp, we've become friends. And uh, and he uh, he's a, he's a great guy and it's three hours earlier back there so it's ah. great because he's got he's got the time zone working for him and uh, I'm so glad you called in man and uh, it's great to hear you. Yeah no no it was cool listening to you you know Charles kind of crashed out that's my wife we uh, <laughs> what's the what's the weather back there man it was like it's cold eight today we were walking the golf course oh brag about it man yeah it snowed today over here it snowed here that's it's cold what and windy yeah when we walk out of the studio dan i think we're going to have actually some snow out there it's it's going down to like the 20s tonight it's a little chilly and i just left california so so i came to yeah. the show because right. you know i gotta be here yeah lawrence canceled their saint patty's day parade because of the cold i know on, on saturday it's not going to reach into the uh, past the 20s and it's going to be like a zero degree windshield it's oh awful. man yeah i think uh i think our forecast is we're going to hit 80 on monday oh, oh man well everything's <laughs> just coming up dan isn't it just... well you know i gotta get the harley out and get on the road man we might we might go right over to the beach or something this weekend or something oh yeah ride oh, them we... waves or toast some toasty waves over there. Yeah, maybe. You know, it's, uh, we might go down to San Diego. It's Vlad's birthday Saturday, man. That sounds. So oh, that might... sounds like fun. Vladimir yeah, was our good. singer that we had in our band. He was. Uh, he was. Is he from Bulgaria? Yeah, yeah, from, yeah, we had an awesome, crazy singer named Vladimir uh, from Bulgaria. He oh, was, really? Yes, and he was. He had more energy than I've ever seen uh, in my life. He's inc- <laughs> he was incredible. <laughs> we had a great time. I don't even think one of these IPAs would slow him down. Really? Well, they they oh, no. It'd just speed him up, man. <laughs> yeah, we give him some energy. But yeah, we're here trying some different beers, beer, Dan, and we're uh, we're hanging out, just uh, seeing who's up and listening to the radio. <laughs> <laughs> And of course it's oh, you. Man. Hey, have you caught any of the uh, the vid on Facebook, man? Like, everybody's throwing this stuff up. Mike took a bunch of pictures, some great pictures of the band, and and you played with everybody. And um, you know, I, I just want to tell you though that you were you were by far my best my best counselor I've ever had at camp, man. We just had a had a great time, and you were just just 
Just an amazing coach, man. It was just an honor playing with you, though. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dan. I felt the same way, man. I had a great time with you guys and uh, had a really good time. So there's a lot of stuff on Facebook. Oh, yeah, it's all over, man. Just, just go on my page, or I think some of mine went over the years. Char, when we were jamming on your song, uh, she streamed that live, and just everybody in town's been just going nuts over it. So, How, how do we find that? that? Uh, Is it public, like, for anybody to just kind of look up and check out? Uh, well, I know Gary and I are friends on Facebook. It's on my Facebook page. So can uh, I share it on my page? I think some of it is on yours. I think when we were jamming uh, Born to Love You, it was on your page. Okay. Well, I'll make sure I repost some of that stuff because it was amazing. The great thing about now is with Facebook and everything, right. like, when you go to Vegas, like it used to be whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah. No. Now it ends up on Facebook and Twitter and, <laughs> Facebook and, and, Live. and Instagram and Facebook Live. And it's great because... Before we could go and, and just do crazy things, now it all ends up for us to watch over and over again. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> what you did last that, night? Now I do. Yeah, that that the puppies are watching now, man. Anything you do, man. But um, anyway, Gary, ch check stuff out. I just want to call and say hi. I, hey guys, the show's great, and I've learned a lot about beards. I mean, I I feel like I've elevated my status now. And <laughs> <laughs> great. Hey, that's what we're here for, Dan. <laughs> yeah, well, I appreciate that. And. Uh, and, and and what's this? He, he, you know, he's only getting a six pack of whammy bar beer. Hey, that's oh, all I got. Gary Holy. Um, you know what? I'm reaching at the bottom of the barrel here, and that's uh, that's all I have. I'd give him more if I had more. He'll have more next week when he's hanging out with us. There you go. Yeah. But anyway, I tell you, man, I want you guys to go get to the show. There's probably other people want to talk to Gary, but Gary, I just want to call and Char wanted to say hi to you as well. So you know, hey from Bakersfield, let us know when you're coming back out on the West Coast, brother. Abs right on, man. Absolutely. Dan, thanks for calling, man. I can't believe our first call is 3,000 miles away. Yeah, it's nuts. We're doing good. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I'd say. Thanks, Dan. Okay. All the okay, best, brother. <laughs> nice. Seems like a cool guy. He's a super cool guy. Now he's that he's gone, guy. you can be more honest if you want. Well, the truth <laughs> is, here's what happened in the band. Dan was was the drama queen. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> you always Dan. need one, right? <laughs> yes, you always have to have one that's just, you know, that's never satisfied with right. everything. And actually, Dan was in a band with me this week. It was amazing. Yeah. But after four days, we broke up the band. <laughs> we decided, you know what? We're done. This is going to be our last show. Yeah, and Dan went on to do his um his solo career now. So he's, oh, okay. He's working his solo career. I put in quotations <laughs> um, because he, he you know he basically you know I helped him to find his his dream and his goal. Yeah, and then he took all my glory and ran, and now he's a solo artist. I don't blame him, man. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe after the show, after he hears you know the kind of beer that we like to drink, yeah. maybe he'll come back and consider joining the band. Yeah, again. with his eighty degree temperatures, going to the beach with the Harley. I know, yeah. man. Oh, dude, with dude. hair blowing in the wind. You know. We had Winterfest, and it was like spring carnival. That's what it was. There was no, oh, my gosh, look at that. We're reaching and all over the come. country today. We got Billy in New Orleans on the line. Did I say it right? Hello. Hello. Hey, Billy. Hey. Hey, Gary. Billy, what's up, buddy? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just got back in a few days ago. It's so great to hear from you again. Oh, my God, it's great to have you on the show. Is it New Orleans or New Orleans? How do you guys say it? New Orleans. Um, whatever way you want, but a lot of times down here, folks say New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans with my jambalaya. Okay, because I say New yeah. Orleans, and people look at me really weird like I'm a tourist. <laughs> um, so yeah. I'll start to say New, New Orleans more often. But Billy, Billy was an amazing guitar player uh, in our band oh. at Rock Camp, and we got to work together. We played. You ever hear the band Queen? 
Uh, no, once or twice. Well, Billy yeah. wanted to play uh, Tie Your Mother Down by Queen, and we got to play it with uh, Spike Edney, who plays in Queen. He's their music director and their keyboard player. And this last, yeah. sun- this last Sunday night, me and, and this gentleman on the phone, Billy, we played it uh, on stage uh, at the Whiskey. Oh, wow. And it was nice. incredible. That must yeah, have been a blast. Definitely one of the greatest moments of my life, for sure. And thank you for playing with me and helping out, and basically just for being so awesome. Thanks a million. Oh, you're so welcome, man. You're kidding me. It's just to have you there was was an honor, and uh, and you played uh-huh. you played incredible on stage. And th- this he's he's this kid. He's like Billy's like a prodigy. He's a guitarist yeah. that has I don't know if he has uh-huh. perfect pitch, but he he hears things and 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 can do whatever. He, so we'll he, be hearing from him in the future, aren't we? <laughs> yes. Nice. Yes. I hope so. And me too. And thank you so much too for um for giving me um, the wah pedal that Gary gave me his um, crybaby wah-wah pedal to use, and <laughs> that was just beyond cool. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, you know. Thank, I, you, thank you so much for just being so awesome, you know. He's pretty for being awesome. such a great musician and a great guy too. It really means a lot. My pleasure, man. You know, I, uh, you know, when I hang out with guys like you, it's like you just wanna, you wanna help out. And uh, I saw you checking out my Wawa paddle, and I was like, I think I'm just gonna give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I get, oh. I get these weird things, and I just want to give stuff to people, uh, especially cool people like you. So it's my pleasure, man. Oh. Oh, thank you so much. It's my pleasure. We're going to come down and see you. We're going to come down. Maybe I'll, I'll bring Chris. I'll bring Matt with me. You want to come? Oh, sure, definitely. We'll go to New Orleans? Yeah, I'll go to New yeah. Orleans. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. That would be cool. I can't wait to see you again. Yeah, <laughs> me too, man. We're going to have to see each other soon because it was really good to see you, man. How's your, how's your aunt doing and everybody? She's doing good. We just came back um, a few days ago. We're still kind of tired but feeling great. Good. You're, st- you're just. I know. After you do rock and roll fantasy camp, you ha- you need a couple days to like to, yeah. to sit down and, and regroup a little bit and, and and make sure that your ears aren't bleeding from all the rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, well, thanks for calling, Billy. Thank you so much. God bless. Great talking to you again, Gary. Hope to see you again soon. You too, Billy. All the best, my friend. Love you guys. Thank. You. Love you too. All right. All right. Bye. The only time I ever see God bless is normally on a cardboard sign lately. It's those Southerners, yeah. man. Those people, they, they're <laughs> they so re- full They of love. mean it they're when they say it. They're genuinely nice people down They're there. not just begging for change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually sending out good wishes. Yeah, th- yeah. that's very nice. That's, so, hey, it looks like you really made a dent in yeah, This dude's traveling the country, touching lives and stuff, yeah. man. What are you doing here? Yes. yes. I just spray my daughter in the face with a spray bottle. To yeah. This <laughs> show used to just be Chris's degenerate friends. So. <laughs> you, you know what, Chris? I I might have to do that at the next rock camp. I'm just going to get a squirt bottle with water, and when my band members make mistakes, I'm going to squirt them in the yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Do not disobey me. That's what you say when that happens. She you said, make, that, "Yeah, I just squirt you in the face every time you hit, hit yeah. a wrong note." Right. Next time someone wants to be a diva. It's just, yeah, that's all you need to do, really. Just squirt just them like, in the face. How did you Hotel California? <laughs> no, nobody does Hotel California. Especially caller Dan. We definitely need to spray him down. Bad. <laughs> See, and I'm very nice about it. I don't put any vinegar in it. Yeah. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, 
I know somebody was equivalating that to waterboarding. And I'm like, no, I do not hold a towel over her face. Yeah, she can get away if she needs to. Exactly. But she does give me the death stare. And I don't care, like, even though she's making me angry by not... I'm not... All right, angry is a, a tough word. I'm not angry. I'm, I'm just annoyed that she's not listening to me. And she's staying in bed, blatantly ignoring me. And now, granted, she probably has no recollection of me ever knocking on her door or even talking to me. But... I feel I am justified in spraying her in the face, but when she gives that me that mean face, <laughs> it hurts a little bit still. I have to. It, it's almost like battling me like water with fire, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? You deserve this. Whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. <laughs> I have this like internal battle. Yeah. Uh-oh. Hey Gary, how long is that rock and roll fantasy camp? How long does that like when they? It's, it's they... actually a four day camp. Oh, okay. It, it, yeah, it goes four days, and we usually get in the day before, but it starts on like a Thursday. We do a couple of days of training, intensive training, in rehearsal rooms, and working on songs and whatever the guest, you know, if it's Deep Purple or whoever it is. Right. And then they play Saturday and Sunday night. They perform in a nightclub in Hollywood. On a real stage with a real audience, and they, yeah, get, yeah. To, they get to get out there. I mean, and, uh, Whiskey A Go is like a legendary venue. Yes, like, yeah. yes. The Whiskey Humble Pie recorded an album. That right, like, exactly. Wow. That's the place where I think Motley Crue puked and died. I mean, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of historic stuff. Yeah, those on. first couple times Motley Crue died was mostly there. Right, they came back alive <laughs> after that show. But uh, yeah, it's it's a great venue, and it just really it's like it's exciting to be there. And you, you know, on the way there, you see all these other great famous places like the Rainbow. Yeah. And uh, you know, in the Hustler store and all the crazy places on the strip that you know people, right. people want to go to. That, that's that's awesome. So you so, split them up into bands on that like first day. Yes, they divide them up into bands, and then everybody works with uh, each band. They have a counselor like myself and yeah. other other uh, you know professional musicians that will guide them. Do the bands through. have names? Or yes. do they come up what with was the your band's yeah. name? Yeah, the band the bands have to come up with their with their names. Our name was called we were called we were called Purple Strangers. Okay. Um. Which because it was a deep purple camp. Yeah. Right. Uh, but there was there was some other other crazy That's a pretty cool band name though. Yeah. Purple <laughs> Strangers. Were Dan and Billy in the same band? Uh Dan no, Dan was in my band, Billy was in a different band. Billy oh, okay. we, we kinda put together an all star band with him. Now is it like I know whenever I'm in like a class and we have to pick partners, that's always weird. Is it ever weird, you think, for the, the people participating to like f- flounder to a band? Like, hey, there's only three in this group. Do you, can you guys take one more? You know, yes, absolutely. <laughs> it happened to us this weekend, actually. We had, we had two guitarists in our band already, and this guitar player and this keyboard player showed up at the door. They were knocking on the door, and they were like, Hey, like we need a band. Can you can guys play take two? us? Can we play two? <laughs> so we took them in. We kind of regretted it. I hope they're not listening. But <laughs> we loved them in the end. But in the beginning, yeah. it was like, No. And uh, I looked at my band, because I was the counselor, and a couple guys were kind of like, I don't know if we should do this. And what I said was, hey, you know, if you shut up at my door looking for a gig, I'm taking you in. Right. <laughs> you know, I, you can't turn away, you know, people at the door. It's like you, they're musicians looking for a place to play. It would like being at the border and termin- turning away, you know, immigrants or, you know, turning away. Um, <laughs> we got a wall for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have a wall, and if you have a nice enough van and a right. decent drum set, you're in. Hey, you got, you got any cousins? Bring them, too. Right. If you have a basement and your mom will let us hang out right. there, smoke marijuana, and play rock and roll, we might let you in. Um, Are you cool, man? <laughs> you cool. But we we, uh, we took these guys in the band, and, and it ended up fine in the end. But in the beginning, it's always, it always it is kind of an awkward thing, because yeah. you're, you're, you're you trying to... You don't know to, anybody. You yeah. don't know anybody. You don't know what they like, what you like, and... Uh, that's kind of what the whole thing with Rock Camp is, is learning how to compromise right. and make the best of 
the sum of what you have, even if everyone isn't amazing, maybe together we can all be amazing. Good point, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's kind of the, the concept of it. Sometimes it doesn't really work, and we just drink more, and <laughs> and, and, and it works. And, and then all of a sudden it sounds much better. <laughs> so, hey, hey, that rocks, man. I think I did, a, I did an improv camp. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's how you actually started stand-up comedy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, because I always wanted to do comedy. and uh, well, What's I, that like? Well, um, it, it, it was actually very strange. Yeah, it was. Well, it was cool because um, I, growing up, I always wanted to do comedy. It was always something that kind of I, I wanted to do. And then I had an English teacher who was super awesome when I was in Epping, New Hampshire, going to school. And uh, when I got out of school, I found out this teacher. He also taught improv, so I took an improv class throughout the summer. And it's like just weird stuff, you know, like trying to make you uh, uh, feel as dumb as possible, but you don't care anymore because it's so dumb. Like you can do whatever you want now. You're almost released because you've already done whatever dumb things you could do. It's weird. Just weird, strange games and mind games and everything. And then at the end, we got to do this final hurrah for a performance. But there was also uh, uh, the thing they were calling Camprov. And, um... It was uh, $300, and I couldn't afford it, but luckily there was, I mean, for me, there was this woman who was in the class. She already paid the price, but then she couldn't go, and she told me if I paid her half of the ticket, I could have it. And uh, it was very nice for her to do that. I went out to Camprov, and uh, it was uh, a bunch of people from, um, what's that school in Boston? Improv Boston. Oh, uh, okay. Like uh, uh, Dana uh, Bain, J. Oh, Dana, Dana J. Bean, yeah. Bean, yeah, I met him. I never him. actually met him. But. I met him through that because he was one of the improv counselors and they had all these different comic uh, improv troops and towards the end of the whole thing like we did um, just different classes about finding different aspects of comedy different aspects of improv character training and stuff and it was all very um, intense for a few days and then your final hurrah was to perform and there was a lot of people that floated with other people that wanted to do their own improv group. And for me, I wanted to do stand-up comedy. So I wrote a quick little set, and uh, it was the coolest feeling in the world because it was the first time I ever did it. And then it couldn't have been in front of a better audience because they were all, you know, budding improv people or maybe comics themselves. Yep. And uh, they were so supportive, and it was some of the best laughs I've ever got. And believe it or not, everything I used in that set, I never used again. <laughs> I scrapped it, and I did other things. I think it's because it was all about a hemorrhoid, so yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, was funny. that's how most comedians. Yeah. No one ever <laughs> exactly. uses jokes from that first set, man. <laughs> but it, it was a cool feeling, and I just uh, I stuck with it, and um, the rest is history. But I remember it, and it was pretty cool learning all that stuff. So I can only imagine in music, there's so many different windows of opportunity that you can find. So maybe you're a guitarist, but and you like one type of uh, uh, genre, and now you're meeting other people, and now you're playing with other. And I'm sure it's the same type of thing. There's just right. so many things to learn in that one. It's never just black and white, you right? Know? And when you're hanging out with other professionals that are doing it, right. know, Maybe for a living, you get these little tips or tricks that open a door and a yeah. window that you go, oh my god, I never thought about that. And that's what we try to do with them, is give them things that make them walk away going, you know what, I've never looked at it that way, and, and now I, right. can, I can approach it from a place to find my voice, my sound, or whatever it is, whether it's your, com- your, com- your comedic yeah. angle. And, and that's what I love about comedians, is... You can have someone who's got a, just a super dry delivery, yeah. you know, where they leave those crazy pauses or they have a certain monotone in their voice. 
and then you have the guys that are crazy and they're, they're yelling and screaming at you the whole time. You know, it's like I love that about comedians. I think you find your groove, right? And and if you, you find your thing, yeah, and you find your thing, and 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 that's what people I think love about comedians is they all have this own their own delivery and yeah. their style. I think um, much like uh, like like music, you can't get really good just playing by yourself all the time. I think you have to learn from other people, and it's and it's one of those things. Just the same as doing comedy, you can't get good doing like comedy in the same room with the same people every week. You need to expand that and learn from other people and learn what works and what doesn't. So, uh, in a lot of ways, it's it's it's, it's all uh, a relative. In a lot of ways, it's kind of a when you, know, you hang out with different. other comics, do they like have a jam session? <laughs> We're like, yo, mama, yo, mama. Is so fat is like is like that with comedians. <laughs> I, I think people one up each other on their jokes, but uh, I I don't know. I, they I, do, they do, because I've hung out with comedians, man, and my jaw is like so sore I can't even like <laughs> I can't even move my face anymore because everything is a joke. A lady's right. walking across the street, it turns into a joke. Yeah, I, I like hanging out with comedians when I'm just feeling like I'm hanging out with my buds. We we can make each other laugh as much as we normally would. Nothing, it, it, it's not a plan. Words every sentence. There's yeah. certain people that drive me crazy. Where Everything's a play on words. I'm like, hey, hey, Chris, Chris. <laughs> like, no, no, not you anymore. Because I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with you. I was talking to somebody who I, I uh, what was your degree in philosophy and communications? It's like, oh, I could have used that. Um, that um, what's that degree in? That um, that communications? Yeah, I could have used that. I'm like, I hate you right now. <laughs> I hate you so much. Stop it. I don't want to talk to you anymore. It's all it's all jokes with you. Let's have a real conversation. Let me complain about my life and it not be funny for a second. <laughs> complain about your life and don't make it funny. Stop it. I don't like to always laugh. I like to have real conversations. Right. Well, they don't know when to shut off and then you want to kill them. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly it. All right. Hey, we have to take a break. You want to do one more song? Sure. And then we're going to finish this show and then go to bed and... You know, or, or not. You can who's do whatever going, you want. Going to bed? I don't You're know. Going to bed? You, you could do, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> I'm going to be back here at 5 in the morning. <laughs>
WCAP, the after party. I'm Chris Pooblon. Joining the studio, we have Mr. Gary Hoey. Whoa, I'm here. Yeah, we got Matt Barry. I'm here too. <laughs> and we have Mr. Bob Philpott pushing all the buttons and answering the phone <laughs> and, and, I, I, and playing video games. Uh, but if you want to give us a call at 978 454 4980 or 978 454 WCAP, you can get on the show with us for the next 20 minutes. Uh, because then after that, I'm speeding home. I'm going to bed, man. Yeah. And I hope I you mean, guys you don't forget anything. Because I don't want to slow down, dude. What, what's that? Don't speed. Just drive the speed. Well, I, I don't mean speed. <laughs> I, I speed. Well, five miles over. Can we agree five miles oh, over? Oh, yeah. Five over. Limit? Yeah. That, that's as fast as I'm going to yeah, go. If someone's going to give you a ticket for going five miles over, I mean, they have every right to do that, but that guy's not a good guy. <laughs> he's not. No, he's just looking. for. Speaking of sobriety tests, um, I know my wife was driving. Uh, this happened, like, last summer. And it, it, she, she started texting me going, please don't be mad at me. And when I see texts like that, I get scared. Why would I be mad at you? Well, she told me she was going through the light, and, and the light was yellow, yep. and it just turned yellow as she was going through. And then an officer pulled her over. And not only did huh. he pull her over, he said, uh, he told her to get out, and he gave her a sobriety test. And he said this, uh, this is what, she was so angry, and this is what made me happy about it, because I'm like, wow, he is a jerk. He said, come on, you've done this before, haven't you? She's never done this before. <laughs> My wife is, uh, she is yeah, very, yeah. she's angelic compared to me. Oh, all right? Yeah, I mean, she's a saint. Yeah, it she was is. Her first sobriety test? <laughs> yeah, I think so. But he had the nerve to say, come on, you've done this before. Whoa. And she's like, uh, no, I have not. And uh, luckily, Stereotyping. I guess, but I, I mean, how? how are you gonna, she looks like a soccer mom. You know? I mean, Have you seen most soccer moms, bro? Right. Come on, you're dude. Right. Three volumes and a white wine. They're, they're bombing around town. Bro, come on. I did not think that one through. Dude, have you ever tried to steal a parking space from a soccer mom? She will kill you, dude. Jiu-jitsu. She'll get you on the ground. I, I, I wave them in God. now. When people yell at me for parking space, I'm like, please, please, I beg you, please. Like. Just don't, don't, don't. <laughs> I'm not going to fight this fight. No, I'm backing way down now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's the best way to do it. And, did, and, she, yeah. did she pass the test? She did. Of course she did. Yeah. She <laughs> just juggling, she juggling some food? She, she did get a ticket, but uh, she fought the ticket, and she got away. She, yeah. She, she won. She, she can't get a ticket for running a yellow light. Yeah. Uh, well, he was saying that somebody was waiting at the crosswalk beyond that, and they looked like they wanted to cross, and she could, she could have ran them over, but she didn't. They weren't even crossing. They yeah, didn't even so look she like got, she was trying. She missed. Yeah, she <laughs> she, she missed. Yeah. She got a ticket for not running someone over. Yeah, exactly. That's a weird thing to get. Yeah, that is for, very yeah. weird. I would fight that. I I got a ticket recently. I was on tour in Chicago, and I get this random ticket at home for a red light that I ran, 
and they said they had video and picture of me running this red light. Yeah. And and I looked at the video, I went online, I checked it out. It was completely wrong. I was I was at a stop taking a right turn. I didn't go through a red light. I just made a right turn on red. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they said I ran a red light. And they tried to charge me. You're allowed to take a right turn on red unless yeah. there's a sign. Exactly. And it was yeah. $125, and I fought it, and I'm not paying it. They're not, right, they're, good. They're going to let yeah. me know. It's such Fight a gray area with those, like, camera tickets anyway, because you can't prove you were driving that car, you know? Yeah, you really yeah. can't. Well, I was driving home from Panucci's the other night. You know that... Um, uh, th- th- there's a barrier. There, there's just um, the speed pass, and then there's you know if you want to give tokens. Yeah. But it says like exit eleven right where it splits. Yeah. And I have a transponder on one car, but I, I don't have a transponder on the car I was driving. And I was, it was too late. I went into the left lane, and I'm like, oh no. This is the fast pass. I don't have my transponder with me. So I'm wondering, like, am I going to get a ticket in the mail? Uh, yeah, they'll bill you. If you have that car tied to the transponder, right. even though it's not in it, they'll just it's... go to your account. Like, Really? I lost my transponder like three years ago, but because my car is associated with it, they, right. you can still go. See, I, I need to sign back in. and it actually a discount, but... Right. I need to add that car to my transponder, but I've been trying to sign in, and now it's like, no, you need the number of oh, your transponder. Oh, they have, like, the worst website in the world. They do. And, uh, and I've been too lazy to actually go get the number of my terrible. transponder. Yeah, because who's who's going to... It's on your car. It's clearly not in your house. You're never going to yeah, have stuck it. stuck on the windshield. <laughs> I know. You're never yeah. going to have it while you're logging into a computer. I know. And now i got to go out... No, and, so you take a picture of it with your phone. Yeah. That's what I do I now. I keep wanting to do that, but when I'm in there, I don't think about it. I'm like, like yeah, when I get to where I'm going, I'm going to do that. Yeah. And then I just get sidetracked. And you're not going to go outside and take that picture, man. It's cold out there. <laughs> you're already sitting down. Unless you're Dan in California. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And you might use, yo, you'll mosey out there real slow. <laughs> the weather's so good, he's got to call people on the opposite coast to let them know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, it, it's, a, it's a work in progress. But They're uh, actually redoing the I'm website. I'm waiting for my so I got a thing in the mail recently that said they're redoing the website, and actually for, like, the month of March. Right. The, uh, you might be okay, because the month of March, they weren't going to bill anyone. Um, no, uh, well, no, it, it's just um, I want to add the other car, and I'm used to being able to just sign in, because my computer remembers all my passwords and stuff. Yeah. And then they're like, nope, we're doing something different now. You need the number. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm just so lazy. I'm not going to get the number. But speaking of really bad websites, National Grid. You ever? You live with the, your parents, yeah, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, way to blow up my spot Sorry. Uh, while everyone's listening. <laughs> we have more, Gary's here. We have more listeners than any other show ever. And not all these people. Dan in Bakersfield knows I live with my mom now. Right. right. I'm just saying. He was so cool. Well, I'm just saying, like, you don't have to pay a national grid, right? No, I don't. Because you, you go Great. gas, you have gas, and you have electricity through national grid. So you pay, like, gas. And then, for me, it takes me, like, 20 minutes to figure out how to get to the electricity side of their website. You figure it would be in big letters somewhere, but it never is. I have to refigure it out. And by the time I have it figured out, they change it all, so I have to figure it out again. Yes, yes. They don't make it easy for you. Man. No. They really don't. Like, dude, I want to pay you on time, but yeah. you're not making this easy That's why they're me. doing those tricks. That way they can hit you with the late fees later. They're just trying to confuse you and run out the clock. That's yeah, frustrating. Right, you the, the grid, it'd be easy. Just right. The grid. Right yeah. there. You know, at National Grid, we know you have electricity and uh, 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 fuel through us. So why don't you just pay it? Because you have to sign in twice. You sign in for electricity, then you have to sign out and sign back in for gas. Like, why? Why are you making this more confusing than it is to <laughs> Help me help you. That's all I'm saying. That's all. I don't miss a payment, luckily, so far. They, they like our money, I know that. They sure do. They yeah. like our money, and they take a lot of it. <laughs> Especially in the winter, where, where it's not 80 degrees. That must be nice, huh? 
You ever notice that, like, in the summertime, the gas bill is like twelve bucks a month, if that. Yep. And then wintertime, it's like a buck fifty. <laughs> yeah, like, it goes whoa. crazy. And I have some electric in my house too. My studio has some electric in it, so electric, yeah. when you're playing electric heat. Right, that, like will kill you. Ooh. You just yeah, that's not much better, huh? That's, that's rough. I, yeah. I, I know people have electric heat, and it's, that's brutal. Yeah. yeah, you watch the meter just going around, and your wallet just tightens up. <laughs> it's just like it's bad. Yeah, I'm sure, my mom hates it. Right. <laughs> I'm sure she does also. Yeah, and and for me, it's uh, it, I, I realized I was a dad when I was complaining about the lights being on when they were not in their room. <laughs> you know, like no, I'm not going to turn this light off. You in the living room need to go you into your bedroom in <laughs> and turn the light off. I'm doing this out of principle. Like when what the do you toy- think this electricity comes out of the walls? <laughs> I pay for that. Yeah, <laughs> Are you I, doing that now? I do. I, all the time, yeah. Oh, my God. Are you walking around the house, like, hitting switches going, 8 cents, 7 cents, <laughs> 6 cents, <laughs> 9 cents, 12 cents? I should. You're like, I that's should. a buck 50, people. You're right, because I come home, and my kids will, uh, my youngest, he'll play the Xbox, and when he turns the Xbox, he doesn't, uh, off when he runs away, he doesn't turn the TV off. So you see that little symbol floating around the TV, and... And he'll be in his room, and I'll, I'll yell his name. I even have one of those uh, uh, the the things that you speak into to make your voice louder. Oh, like a megaphone. So I have the, yeah. yeah, a megaphone. Like a and, thing? Uh, yeah, I'll be like, Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> Come to the living room, Bilbo. He'll run at me saying that's not his name. I know it's his name. <laughs> and, uh, I named you. I get to decide. Yeah, exactly. I'm I, in charge of your I, name. I, I gave him the whole, uh, you know, I named you. I can change that, you know. I, I have your birth certificate. <laughs> you like I have the power. You're an intense dad. Bullhorn, squirting in the face. <laughs> Yeah, man. I, I, I blame the military. I'll blame the Marines all day. Yeah, what do you do? You have like a dad utility belt with all these things on it. Like it's got your spray bottle. It's got your bullhorn. <laughs> Dude, you know what? I didn't have a dad growing up, so I'm like figuring this all out. No, you're like, I'm yeah. gonna be the double duty dad. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know what you do when there be the lights on? Just walk up with a dollar bill and give them a lighter and go here. Just light it on fire. <laughs> right. Just light the money on fire. You might as well. But dad, d- light it on fire. Do what I and say. Make them. You light it. I make it like really intense because <laughs> that's what you're doing every time you leave the light on <laughs> that'd be great I, I like that idea light uh, money on fire yeah just put it in the room and light it if i didn't like money more i have to do you know what i'd have to uh, uh do counterfeit bills but only to catch them on fire so as long as the government doesn't realize that i'm copying money just, no no you don't understand officer i just want to light it on fire I'm teaching my kids a lesson yeah and then you can, oh, you can oh. yell at your kids about that too you're just like this is a counterfeit bill i can't even get real bills <laughs> Because you use them all in electricity. <laughs> Furthering our point on the, you know, the cost of electricity. <laughs> Especially, like, you know, kids are, they don't, sometimes they don't flush. So I'll, I'll call them out. Luckily, there's just four of us in the household at the time. And normally, it's nobody. I always heard of this mythical nobody growing up. But uh, nobody exists, man. And I hate nobody. <laughs> I didn't do it. He didn't do it. Exactly. Didn't do it. There's three people in the house. Somebody didn't flush. <laughs> don't, you love, don't you love that when the kids say, I, who, who did it, and no one did it, but someone actually did it? Yeah. Well, well th- we, we've had a hole in one of our doors. I mean, the doors are, you know, doors are kind of flimsy anyway, mm-hmm. but there's a hole down by the knee level, and but it, it was during Winterfest. So I woke up the next morning, and I, I drank a little bit much. Is this one of those things where you think your kids keep doing something, but really it's just drunk Chris? Maybe. <laughs> That's what I'm living with right now. Because <laughs> I woke up the next morning, and Gabby told me, hey, there's, there's a hole in Celeste's door. 
and uh, I don't know how it got there. <laughs> and, and I'm like, well, I don't either. Let's ask the kids. And I want to blame them, but I don't remember going to sleep that night. So I don't know if it would be right to blame them. Like, like listen, kids, I am 60% sure one of you did this. <laughs> exactly. Right, I, have, I have a forensic team coming in to take some, uh, some samples. You know, it's funny. Back in the day before, you know, Child Protection Agency came in. Right. You could just, like, line up your kids and start beating each one. Fest, <laughs> like that's that's what my mom would do. She would beat us and say, "Who did it?" And she just keep hitting us until my sister would go, "I did it." Right? No, you didn't. Shut up. I'm waiting for Gary to confess. Right. And then after my mother left, we'd all beat her up. Right. <laughs> you made us all get hit for nothing. That was back when you could beat your kids. Right. Now, now you can't do that. You so I'm just. I talked to the mother. Like, Gabby, I don't know what to do. She's like, maybe it was you, Chris. I'm like, no. I'm. 60% sure it wasn't. 60%. Uh, when we were in boot camp, uh, uh, there was a day, we all got sick. It was weird. There's 80 of us. And we're in this, we all come from all around the country, and eventually we're going to get sick. We know why you all got sick, Chris. We understand there's no girls at boot camp, and yeah. we get, you get very lonely. You don't no, no, that's not why. It was messed up. We all got really sick. Well, the drill instructor, he left out a bunch of cough drops on this table. I did not know about these cough drops. And it was the next day that I found out about these cough drops. Apparently, some people were eating the cough drops. I Personally, if I saw the cough drops, I would have ignored them, even if I have a sore throat. Well, all morning, we had to do push-ups and sit-ups and mountain climbers and touching the wall and getting back online. And we were going to do it until somebody confessed to these cough drops. I guess there was 27 missing. And people were like, this recruit ate three cough drops, sir. <laughs> and they had to produce the the, the Rappers. Uh, yeah, because there was no real place for us to put them. And uh, they, I guess there was still like 19 cough drops unaccounted for. And there were recruits just sick of doing all the push-ups we were doing. Uh, and they were like, sir, there's recruit ate 18 cough drops. He's like, no, you didn't, bitch. Keep pushing. <laughs> oh, my God. It was God. awful. And we all hated it. We all like, had this theory that the drill instructor just w was messing with us and took a bunch of cough drops himself. Yeah. But... Yeah, I learned that hey, torture doesn't help, man. People are just going <laughs> to confess to stuff just to end it. <laughs> it doesn't work. So yes, they'll, they'll just say, okay, where do I sign? Mm. I'm guilty as uh, charged. This is over with. <laughs> we never figured out who ate all those damn cough drops, but my pecs were looking pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we got eight minutes left. If anybody wants to join us at 978-454-4980, well, you got eight minutes to do so. Then, uh, then I'm running out of here and going to bed. Yeah, yeah, but cool mom's out there. Yeah, cool call mom. Cool she used to call us every too. week, and then we stopped. I think we ruined her schedule because we stop in the summer because uh, uh, spinners start kicking around. Yep. They start doing their, their thing, and sometimes they go into extra innings. And I can't justify having everybody drive out here uh, 45 minutes sometimes. I, I don't know how long it takes for people to drive in here, but it sucks to be like, yeah, we're going to go on 10 till midnight. And then they go into extra innings. I'm like, will you lose? Will you win? Will you finish the game so we can do the show? So, <laughs> so uh, we take the summer off. And I know uh, June 15th will be our last show of this season. It's been a late start, but I'm very happy we did. Yeah, I'm glad you got the show back. I was, like, mentally preparing myself to never see Bob again in my whole life. <laughs> and, like, that, I was, that was hard on me. Yeah. But. <laughs> I'm so happy to be back with Mike Berry. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. When Alan's here, you're 
your mic, huh? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just glad to start this thing back up. And once again, our website I, I shortened it so it's not the after party 9:80 a.m. Actually, it is because I did pay for that for another year before I realized I could change that's the name. That's a good idea. You want all the yeah. returning customers. Too, so, right? like, you have MadBerrySucks.com. Yeah, yeah. Or, everybody, or go to MadBerrySucks.com, or you can go to HotMenShowering.com or HotWomenShowering.com. <laughs> they all go to the same place. That's uh, <laughs> great. Yeah, I got business cards made and I leave them places and it says like hotwomenshowering.com but if you go it's just my comedy website. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, it's great marketing. Yeah. Absolutely. That's I got a fun. show this weekend in Laconia. If you're not going to Beards and Brews, go to Pittman's Freight Room to see me. I have a bunch of half-brothers in Laconia. Oh, tell them to come see my show. I will. I'll kiss them on the face. Good. His yeah. name's Chris too. Oh, nice. That's weird. I have a brother named Chris. Yes, yeah, in a minute. It's a, it's a good okay. show. It's me and Paul Dizzy. It'll be fun. Yeah. He's a very funny guy. Oh, Nardizzi? Yeah, he's yeah. great. Yeah. And, um, but uh, our website's at theafterparty980am.com. Now you can get there by tap980.com, and I figure that is a lot easier to say. And uh, we're going to keep adding stuff. And I, I want to work on the website. I am, uh, like, it, technologically, I am. I feel like I'm illiterate, but I know more than my uncle. So I feel like I'm still doing okay. <laughs> I need my kid. You know what? That's what I, I always complain about my 13-year-old not having a hobby. I need to get him into computers. And then he can design my web page. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the, that's the profession yeah, of the future. You build websites now with every, like online. It's like easy. It's easy. Drag and drop, and you can have a website. Yeah, yeah. And all these different companies. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah I know. We have, our, our website is WordPress. Yeah. So that should be easier. But I, I need to study it a little bit more. Yeah. I, I, I want to get like, a, instead of just the segments, I, I'd love to plan for actually having profiles of the people that stay on the show regularly. I think that would be fun. Yeah. So. Also go to GaryHoey.com. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yes, come and visit me, please. Yeah, because I know you have tour dates coming up, because uh, yep. once again, come May, you're not going to be with us anymore. Yeah, we're going to be doing some shows, um, but uh, yeah, if you check the website, people can check out the tour date section if they want to come and see us. I know we're playing like the Bull Run and Shirley. We're doing oh, very nice we're doing, gig. Yeah, we're doing Tupelo uh, Music Hall. At, uh, April the new 29th. Tupelo, yeah. Yes, the new Yeah, Tupelo. they're opening up a new one. It's like twice as big, man. Really? Yeah. Yep. I hear the, acu- uh, the acoustics of that place is amazing. Yeah. Oh, old Tupelo yes. is fantastic. Fantastic, dude! That place yeah. was amazing. Yeah, yeah, they have a new one now in uh, in Derry. I think it's in Derry. Yeah, Derry. It's they right down it. the street from the yep. old one. It's really? five minutes down the road. It's uh, and it's always a good show there. Yep. Yeah, um, intimate, intimate and cool. I think right. they got a beer license now. The old Tupelo is BYOB. I think this new one, they're selling beers there. <laughs> cool. So uh, you know, and that always makes everything better, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, that was a that was a fun gig to do, man. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad they find they were able to like upgrade and everything. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and once again, you're going to be joining the show. You're going to be a regular co-host up until yes. that you have to leave in May. Yes. And uh, we're going to plan some cool things up until then. So uh, I, I I ask you, hey, keep listening in if you're already. If you're not, then you're going to hear this on a podcast, I'm sure, uh, probably in the next week when Bob gets it up. Um, well, that sounds weird to say it like that, doesn't it? It, it does, does sound weird. <laughs> yeah, you sorry. probably should phrase that better. Uh, <laughs> when, when he uh, loads it onto the website. That sounds better. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. It's the end of the night. Man, I'm I'm all fizzled out, but luckily I had that coffee before. Well, the it's show. the after party, man. It's it supposed to be a little party. fizzly, a little rough on the edges. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. I got to give you credit. I haven't seen you yawn once. You're doing. I know. You know what I think it is. I think it's the coffee. Normally, what I would do is I I'm all worried about not being able to fall back to sleep, so I don't drink coffee before the show, and I just have to trust the fact that it's not going to matter. I should drink the coffee because. 
That's the only way I can make it through three hours. Norm- my bedtime's 9.15 every night. I go to oh, bed you're such an old man, Chris. Dude, I gotta be here with a newscast at f- quarter past five every morning. So right, you do a morning show. That that's yeah, that's, that makes yeah, sense. yeah, yeah. So you like like three o'clock's like like nighttime. You're ready to go to bed. No, I'm pretty good throughout the day. What yeah. I do is uh, I get off work at around 11, and I'll try to go to the gym, and I'll take about a uh, 40-minute nap. And that recharges me for the rest of the day. Oh, I took a nap before this show. My body's so confused. I'm not like normally a napper. So <laughs> really? Like, yeah, my body just thought we were going to sleep. And then I woke up at 8, and it was like, what are you doing awake already, man? <laughs> yeah, sometimes you would get more tired after a nap. Right. Yeah. And I think that's if you go longer than uh, like, you know, half yeah, hour, 40 minutes. Yeah, it's supposed to be, you know, 25 yeah. minutes. And sometimes if I get that 20, I, I can wake up like I just drank coffee. Yeah, but if you drift into the REM sleep, oh, then my like, gosh, you know, yeah. you're dragging yourself out. That, yesterday, I went. To, I, I took a nap and I only wanted to do. I wanted to go to the gym after we ate lunch. I, I left yeah. and I'm like, you know what? I had to take a nap because when I went to do that Panucci show, that threw my whole week off. And oh, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna take a nap. I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna go to the gym. I took a nap and instead of an hour, it was like an hour and forty minutes. And I woke up, my joints felt all stiff, and I'm like, well, the gym's not happening today. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, instead, I, I just cooked dinner for the kids and I read some news and prepped the show, as you can all tell. <laughs> I know, man. I'm liking this whole like we're doing this show. We're planning it out now. I've always tried. It's just I, I, I follow. How much did we follow the script? Are we not so strongly. You have a loose, a loose sketch. Yeah, yeah. and then you improvise and that's perfect. There. Have fun. I think I think you did a great job tonight, Chris. Well, thank you. I, I couldn't have done it without you guys. So Gary Hoey, thank you for joining the show. My yeah, pleasure. Gary, thanks, thanks for so having much, me, guys. Man. This has been awesome. Yeah, man. Matt Barry, awesome. Uh, Matt rocks, you man. Again. I love Matt. Bob Philpot. Couldn't do it without you, man. Thank yeah, you. Glad to be back. Bob's a real hero. Bob, you're the best pushing button pusher I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Right on. And uh, hey, you know what? Uh, tomorrow's Big Fun Friday uh, on uh, Living for the Weekend. We actually have some Australian wines between 4.30 and 5 that we're going to be chatting about. Ooh. I imagine Mike Atrobis and Tumblin' Jack Walsh will be joining us for the 3 o'clock hour. I have no idea what's going on for the morning show, but hey, tomorrow's Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. Uh, time to get some sleep. Good night. Stay tuned for Dick Summers. Coming up next.